Today, Zach Hanshu from Roto World and I are going through our very first auction mock draft of the season. My very first auction mock draft ever. Let's go balls deep. Welcome to another episode of the Balls Deep Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Fantasy Basketball International. Uh, FBIBasketball.com is our website. At AdamKing91 on Twitter is where you will find me. As I said, we are doing our first auction mock draft of the season. Uh, the draft is due to start in about 20 seconds, so I'm going to quickly hit pause uh, just so I can bring Zach in and we can have a little bit of a chat. Uh, I will also be giving away 10 uh, entries to the FBI Basketball Locked on Fantasy Basketball World Cup as I hit pause when this decides to start. Thinking, thinking, there we go. Pause, draft. Okay, draft is pause. I will bring in Zach. Oh, I'll unmute Zach so we can hear him. Zach, good evening. How are you? Brother, good evening. Thank you for having me. Happy Australian Father's Day to you. Thank you. Yep, we just had a nice breakfast of pancakes and fruit and syrup and cream and chocolate and all sorts of things. So uh, I will try to stay awake um, <laughs> we'll see how we go. I think we're looking at about two hours. I, as I said, I've never done an auction draft. I know they're longer than a snake draft, um, but I've set the countdown and the time is fairly short so we should be able to move through it relatively quick um no real advantage i wouldn't think to where you where you are on a draft board in an auction mock um everyone's just nominating do you have a strategy anything for for anyone who is new to auction um yeah be patient i, I know that probably sounds like a uh uh, you know, a given, right? But it is very, very easy to be tempted early in a draft and say, wow, this is this is great value and, and blow all your money on the first three or four players. And then you're just sitting there for the rest of the time while 50 other guys go and you have $5 to your name. So be patient, wait until the end of the draft. You would be shocked how many valuable players are left that you can get very, very, very cheap. Yeah, I'm very curious to see um, the value of players. Uh, we've we've converted our my my sort of home league, my cash league, uh, into an auction draft this season. It's we've been running the league for uh, ten years, twelve years, and uh, it's the first time we've done auction. So it's going to be interesting. Um, this will give me a bit of a guide to what players are worth because yeah, I really have no idea um, off the top of my head. So. I am going to bring up the draft here uh, and I will start the draft. So we've got a mixture of analysts and, and listeners in the draft, um, six and six, I think. Uh, $200 salary, $200 to work with. Um, I'm assuming it just snakes through. So we just we start with whoever or does it go back to pick one, do you know? Like, so if you if you have the first nomination, do you then get the thirteenth nomination? I believe it's snakes, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, 
all right well let's let's have a look i will the draft <clears throat> so alex reclean is first up um so he'll, he'll pick someone to nominate we then people can go back and forwards if they want to bid. All right, Zion Williamson is nominated for a dollar. Uh, I would assume he's going to go more than that, uh, up to $3. Zion, interesting first player to come up um, given the uncertainty around him. Um, I would uh, – I mean, I know – having done a little bit of research, I know that someone like a Jokic or an Embiid, you're looking at around 60 to $65 for those sort of top, top-end – players uh zion's at 15 dollars now um alex uh, alex actually wants him i know it is a lot of people do try to nominate mm. players they don't want um, yep. to get some money off the board it looks like alex actually wants him because he's still bidding uh with seven at 17 dollars do you have a strategy like in terms do you want to sort of get your guys up early and try and bid or do you want to just get other players off the board, get money off the board. Yeah, I like to get my guys out there. Um, I, I'll take that back. I like kind of a healthy mix because if if you draft with some of the same people over and over, like you said, a home league with friends and family, or if you're doing these industry mocks where we all kind of know each other and the guys we like, it's easy to say, wow, Tyrese Halliburton's up there. I'm going to just keep bidding and bidding and bidding and just yeah. act to act stupid. And so th those are always fun moments, too, for an auction draft to kind of, uh, you know, troll people in your league if you know somebody really, really wants somebody badly. Uh, but you can also get burned and end up with somebody you don't want that way, too. Yeah, yeah. I would, uh, we've got – so Zion went for $17, I believe, to, to, uh, to Alex Reclean. We've got Damien Lillard on the board now. Sitting at thirty-seven dollars, I need to figure out how to turn these sounds off because I've got someone constantly going off in my ear, ah. telling me that players are going once, going twice uh, for every player. How do I turn the sounds off? Oh, I don't know. We've got Shay anyway. Shay Gilgis Alexander is uh, is up. Ooh, curious just... how much he goes for here. I'm just escaping out of the full screen. See how I get, uh, how do I get this sound off? Commissioner settings. I don't want commissioner settings, I don't think. Oh, man. I might just have to leave it on. Who knows? The Shea is sitting at uh, $44, $45. So going up. So he's he's one of your top-end guys, and I'm thinking not not quite up there with – Jokic and Bead, Luca. So I'm I'm thinking fifty ish is a decent price for Shea. Uh, would you agree with that? That sounds about in the sweet spot. Uh, especially, I don't think either of us expect him to replicate last season's performance. Right? That that to me kind of felt like a high water mark. So I I think that reason alone, he'll get bid up beyond probably you know, what he's worth this season. So I'm I'm going to stay away from him. I threw I was in about forty couple dollars, but Nah, yeah, I, I quit bidding after that. Yeah, well, he's up to fifty-two, and we've got yeah. we've got uh, Alex going on, uh, going sort of helpful leather here for him as well. So, um, can I make this? I'm just going to make this upper right of the draft room to mute. Said yeah, somebody in the chat. 
That's what I was looking at, but I can't find it. Draft settings. Rewind. No, no. Yeah, all I can find is commission. Oh, unless it's in general. Hang on. There we go. All right. Good. Hopefully I don't have to listen to that guy anymore. Thank you. Um, oh, it was Alex Barutha. Alex knows his stuff very good. Uh, so we we, we got uh, Shay went off the board for $53 to Alex Reclean. Uh, Raphael is nominating. No, day-to-day fantasy is nominating. So Jokic. So we're, we're going pretty top end here. We've got uh, mm-hmm. four potential first-round guys or probably first-round players um, going off the board. Uh, as I said earlier, for me, I think Jokic is 65-ish. He's up to 63. Are you getting mm. in on this or not interested? No, I'm going to practice what I preach. I'm usually somebody that is antsy and impatient and stupid early in these drafts. And so I'm, I, I spoke it into existence at the beginning, man. I'm I'm not doing this shit right now where I, I get in on $70 for Jokic. It's, yeah, right. it's not happening. Uh, and interestingly, uh, Alex is bidding – um, if he was to get him, yeah, like he, he's he's doing the opposite to you, so he's going all in early trying to get these high end guys. Seventy four dollars we're up to for Nikola Jokic. That feels high to me. I, I'm not an expert by any means, but that's yeah. I mean, we've got a two hundred dollar budget. Ooh. That's that's a chunky amount. Oh, that's man. I'll tell you what, man. It almost feels like Reclean is going balls deep here. He might be. Oh, he, he, loves, he loves my show name so much. <laughs> it looks like he might be out of the bidding now. So it's Woo. like Mitch Casey and Raphael Johnson are still going. Going $77 for Jokic. Oh, uh, my gosh. Take him at that. I think Raph is just the master. No, I thought Raph was trolling <laughs> here. Oh, my goodness, Raph. What are you doing, buddy? They're still going. Is he going to hit Wow. 80? Now 80 feels like a ton, but. As you said, there More is a lot of value at the end um, once people run out of money. So, Woo. okay, that is way Mitch, too much. Mitch Casey got him for seventy nine dollars. That's uh, all right. Well, well done, well done. Um, Alex Barutha has put up Chet Holmgren uh, mm. two dollars. He's an interesting one. Where do you think he's? Where does he fall in in an auction draft? Oh, He's a bit of an unknown, I suppose, because first season in the league, basically. I think if he goes, if he gets nominated early in the draft like he is right now, I wouldn't be surprised if he went into the low to mid 40s. I mean, that's, I think that's where people are going to bid him up to. He's kind of one of those hot, you know, hype name type of guys yeah. right now. Yeah. So he's up, to, on this. he's up to 21. Yeah. Look, I would think, I would think up to 30, maybe 35. Low thirties. Um, yeah, he's, he's an interesting one. Uh, you're up, so we. Got oh, Mc, okay. So, all right, Mitch Casey. So he's going Jokic and uh, and Holmgren back to back, and he spent a hundred and one dollars on those two players. Uh, oh. I like I like twenty two dollars for Holmgren. I think that's a good price, but I think maybe he overpaid for Jokic. Yeah, I tried getting in on that, and I, I forgot to hit the bid button. I hit the plus <laughs> sign. I was trying to get him for 24, and I said, holy crap, I guess I missed him, but that's all right. The clutch won't be bidding on too many guys moving forward. No, not for a little bit, I wouldn't think. Uh, we've got Joel Embiid now. I, I 
doubt he goes for the same price as Jokic, but we're up to 55 already. Uh, and you're up next, so so you'll be nominating a player next. Have you got a certain player in mind that you want to put up? I do. Let's get the party started early, man. Let's go with let's go with Chet's big brother, a little guy known as Victor Wimbanyama. All right. Uh, Coming up I'll, next. I'll have, uh, I want to ask you questions about your potential team, but I don't know if anyone's watching who's actually in the draft. And I don't want you to give away any of your secrets <laughs> to them. Um, so I did a show yesterday with uh, <clears throat> um, with NBA G Wiz. I think that's his, his username on on uh, Twitter, and we we were talking about our our discussion descended into team stacks. And for both of us, a Pacers stack this season is one of our favourites. And so that's where you would draft Halliburton in the first mm. round. Miles um, Turner maybe in the second or third. Get Obi Toppin, Bruce Brown and Buddy Heald late. So we talked about team stacks where you actually get three or four players from the same team, just a team that you really like. Um, and, and it just made – any doing anything with you makes me think of Halliburton. So uh, that was – that was just on my mind. Um, so we That's had. A... Oh, did we did we get him? We got him. Let's go. Uh, yeah. So, yep. Okay. So Embiid went for sixty one. That feels about right for Embiid. You nominated Victor Wembanyama and got him for thirty two dollars. I think you're happy with that. I'll live with that. I am happy. I missed out on Chet, but I do like Victor. Uh, oh, Raffy. Oh, man. Raff is going to end up bidding this guy way through the roof because he knows that I'm I'm a stand right now. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're up to Anthony oh. Edwards. And yes, Raff is bidding hard. Um, yeah. He's another hype guy, uh, another guy that could get hyped a little bit too much. I'm thinking 45 for Edwards, which he's up to now. Um, yeah. And, you're getting in on this, so this is going to be a bidding war between you and and Raf. Maybe are you? I'll let him have him for forty five. Okay. He can have. That's all right. We'll we'll hold off. Okay, forty five feels okay to me. Um, you mm-hmm. you would have been tempted there at forty five. Oh, I, I bid forty four, and then Raf went for one more dollar, and yeah, about out. And are you? I mean, we're very early. Obviously, you've only drafted one player, but are you looking at any sort of a punt strategy or anything here at the moment or you're just targeting sort of players that you specifically want on your team yeah right now i'd like to grab guys that that i like but also i'm going to look for value right like if Derek white is seven dollars then i'll take him at seven dollars that feels like a great value uh you know if things like that come up now if if we're looking at Jokic for eighty dollars that's a that's a hard pass it looks like Raf is just like one of these poker trolls. Like when you're playing poker, they just keep bidding you up and up and up, knowing that they're actually not going to take anyone. They just like to bump up the price and get some money off the board. And there, there he goes again with that. I mean, but yep. but then I don't I don't like to let Derek Wade go for ten dollars. But Raf, again, Raf can have him. I don't I don't need to spend the eleven dollars. Yeah. Okay. Just take uh, and and that's I guess. I mean, look, maybe Raf does want these players, and this is exactly what he wants but it could be that you're also making him draft players he doesn't really want uh, you don't know it's it's Ooh. hard to say man 
He has a he has a poker face for sure. <laughs> he does. Kay Cunningham. <laughs> uh, so one of my favourites is uh, is up here. Not as good as Anthony Edwards, so I don't think he's going to go for forty five. But I would think he's maybe a thirty. Uh, 30-ish feels maybe right, 35. So he's up to 32. Raf is bidding again. <laughs> mm, come on, Raf. There he goes again. He goes again. Me by... Come on, man. Jeez. These Roto World guys, man, what are you going to do with them? I know. They're all the same. Terrible. As your children celebrate or something in the background. It it sounds like they're celebrating. We are yeah. twenty one point dogs to Penn State tonight, so I would be shocked if they were celebrating. But I would, I just want to show this real quick. Yeah, show your shirt. Eat shit pit. It's just like roll tide. You say it no matter who we're playing. <laughs> uh, all right, Kate Cunningham went for thirty nine dollars. That's not bad. You can live with that. Yeah. Yeah, it feels a little high. Yeah, so someone commented there that he went for more than Lillard, which, yes, he did. I think that's more about yeah. Lillard going cheap than, than Cade going high. I think Lillard went quite cheaply. Um, yeah. Whether, Luca. Gee, we're going top-heavy here, aren't we? So. Oh, yeah. A lot of a lot of big names coming off the board earlier. So, so I guess people are just trying to get money off the board um, to try and snag those value picks a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Luca were up to 49. I'd have him sort of fairly close to to an, an Embiid, around 60. Um, mm -hmm. That probably – I think he's starting to lock himself in as the somewhat consensus number three pick in snake drafts. Yep, I think so as well. And I just wanted to – I know we're going a little off topic with Luca here, but – this is just a reminder when you're doing these type of drafts, make sure you know what you're sorting by and what you're looking at because Mikhail Bridges is listed as, you know, ranked higher than Luca. Uh, we yeah. have Van Vliet, Porzingis above some just really proven big name guys on here. So just make sure you're keeping that in mind when you're drafting and that you're not just going based on what fan tracks or Yahoo or ESPN tells you. Yeah. Very good point. Um, yeah. It's just it depends what you're adjust. Like I, I would normally be if I sort here on my screen. So that's what people can see if I sort by ADP. It's a far better reflection of where players are going in drafts. Uh, yeah. Luca did go to Raf, so um, he's now got three players on his roster. He got Luca for fifty three. I don't mind that price. I think fifty three yeah. is a, a good price. But he's now up to over a hundred dollars on three players. Um, and then we've still got one, two, three, four, five teams that don't have any players uh, at the moment. Who have we got? McCall Bridges is up at $31. Are you worried about a little bit of a regression for, for Bridges this season compared to what he was doing down the stretch anyway last year? I am not worried about a regression. I, I am really excited to see what he can do as the guy for a full season. Uh, so I... I think maybe we see his best basketball this year. I am not concerned about regression. Are you? Uh, I'm I'm probably not – I'm not too worried. I, I feel like he's, 
he is settling into a nice range in drafts. Um, so if we look at his, if I do scroll down, although he's probably went off the board, I don't know what his ADP is. I feel like getting him in sort of the, oh, no, late second round is okay. Um, I'm hoping Ben Simmons has a bounce back season. That if if he's healthy, if he's playing well, doing what we know he can do, that could impact Bridges. But we sort of need to see that before we we believe it. You're getting in on some bidding here. Uh, Bridges went for thirty two dollars. Halliburton, how high are you going to go? Are you going to go here? Oh man, I is am. It, he's at fifty five, and that feels close to what he should be going for. Yep. And I'm going to let McClutch go ahead and and whoever else wants to get in on this. I love Halliburton, but again, this is a every dollar matters type of situation. I, they can bid up to 60 for him. Okay. Very, very uh, grown up of you letting your favorite player slide to someone else. But sometimes you have to do that. Hey, man, we all have to grow. <laughs> Growing on the fly, fifty-eight dollars. He's up to uh, Mitch. Mitch got him. Okay, so Mitch has got uh, wow, not much money left. Nope. Uh, so he has spent uh, eighty, one hundred and fifty-nine dollars on Halliburton, Holmgren, and Jokic. So he has forty-one dollars left for eleven roster spots. Fair to say, he probably won't be bidding for a while. I would say that is more than fair, I would say. Ooh, it, let's see. It, it's interesting to see, like, I guess there's two trains of thought in terms of do we go if, in, in a build like this is, do I go top heavy like Mitch has done? Get two, three first round players or some elite guys and then just fill your roster with role players? Or do you leave these top guys for others to just throw all their money at and then just target a lot of mid-round sort of top 30 players and get seven or eight guys like that. Um, I'm not, I don't know if there's a, a right way or a wrong way. Uh, I know I did a draft similar to this. It wasn't an auction, but it was, it was some, it was a wacky way the draft was set up and, and it was, it ended up being a little bit like this. And I ended up going the, the path of not many, I didn't have any top, elite guys, except for LaMelo Ball, but he was injured, so I got him at a discount last season. Um, do you, you, I mean, obviously you've gone um, for Wembenyama, but you haven't really got in on the bidding on a lot of these guys. Is that what you're thinking, just targeting some really solid um, guys that are going to have consistent roles? Yeah, I'm just, again, I'm just going to let the draft play out and look for that value. Uh, You mentioned the different strategies, uh, and it kind of reminds me of like, you know, playing DFS on FanDuel or something, right? You're going for the stars and scrubs, or are you going for all $6,000 guys? And most of the guys that win, they do the stars and scrubs with the caveat that you have to hit every single scrub and every single star or else it falls apart. So I think there's a lot there's a lot more risk and a lot more reward with doing the top-heavy strategy. Yeah. Uh, but if you have Halliburton and Jokic, you're off to a phenomenal start as long as you fill in with, you know, safe picks otherwise. Yeah, I guess, as you said, that is the risk. Because if, for example, if, if, if Jokic gets injured, you're, you're stuffed, basically. Um, yeah, that's it. But... You, and so if you do go top-heavy, you, you are sort of throwing all of your eggs in one basket, so to speak. Yeah. 
Uh, just a quick recap. We had Jason Tatum. He went off the board for $49, which feels nice to me. I think that's a good price. Yeah, like um, that. Jaron Jackson uh, went for $41 to Raf. So Raf continues on Oof. his buying frenzy. Uh, so just recapping, he has spent, uh, what have we got? 94, $149 on four players. So a little bit like Mitch. He's basically where Mitch is, but he has one extra player. Um, and we've now got Steph Curry uh, sitting at $44, another uh, another top-end player. So we're going to basically have, what do we got? One, two, three, four, five, six. Six, seven. So we've probably had eight, nine first rounders go off the board uh, so far. Is that a usual? Like, is this is this what usually happens in in a in an auction? Do the, these big name players go early? From what I've seen, yeah, this is exactly okay. how it goes. Yep. Uh, so Steph Curry went for forty eight. That feels all right. Yeah, that's all right. Yep. Um, all right, here we go. Jar Morant. Sitting at $2. How high are we going for Jar Morant, given what we know about his uh, his missed games the first third of the season? I Again, I would go $10 or $12 here. I, I mean, when, when he comes back, I know there's concerns that he's, uh, you know, he's deficient in several categories, but he's going to get you a ton of points. Uh, he's going to get you a bunch of assists. Yeah, um, you know what he's going to give you. He he can have some of those league winning weeks when he's really on fire. So he's up to twelve. So this is this is sort of the range you thought he might go uh, ten to twelve. Yeah. Uh, you're you're getting in on this thirteen dollars. Yeah, lucky uh, thirteen. We'll see. Oh come on now! <laughs> you hit me right in the sweet spot. I'm I'm I'm, I'm out. You're out there. Okay. I'm out. Uh, so we have still got, despite a lot of bidding from uh, Alex Barutha, he doesn't have anyone on his roster yet. Uh, so maybe he is playing that game of getting the value up on players that he doesn't want um, to get some money off the board. Still got three teams with no roster spots filled. Um, you're still sitting at one with Victor Wembanyama. Yeah, man, I'm I'm still kicking myself for not getting Holmgren for not hitting that bid button, man. Ah, that just feels so cheap for him. Twenty two dollars. That's it a, does. Yeah, that's a great price, man. And that's Ooh, probably something. I guess in one difference, I would say, even I'm not even in this draft, but just watching it and talking to you, you don't really get a break in in a snake draft if you're picking it like. Pick eleven, for instance, you've got a buffer probably of 10, 15 minutes between picks, where you mm-hmm. can just take a minute to reset, look over the board. In an auction draft, especially if it's quick bids, you need to be watching at all times because if you go to sleep for fifteen seconds, you might miss a guy uh, at a good price. Um, so Giannis, and just for anyone watching, that I had that question at the start of whether it's snakes or whether it just goes back to pick one, it, it does snake um, based on uh, based on this. Yeah, that's 
yeah, I'm right saying that. Yeah. So uh, it does snake. No, not that it really makes a difference, but um, just if you are wondering. So we had Giannis uh, was nominated there and went for $44. You were in there at 43 but didn't want to go any higher? Yeah, I thought maybe thought maybe Reclean was trolling me, so I figured just go ahead and troll yourself into $44, and then maybe that'll get him out of the uh, some bidding wars for a while because he's used up quite a bit of his cash. He has, yeah. He's got uh, he's got Shay Zion and Giannis, um, and he's at uh, what are we at seventy hundred and fourteen dollars? So yeah, big chunk. Um, Jalen Brunson. So here we go. This this is a guy that's a little bit lower down the, the pecking order in terms of fantasy ranks, um, sort of top thirty. He's up to nineteen dollars. Uh, you don't look like you're interested in this one. I just wanted to see where he was going to go. Uh, he's another guy that I think has uh, kind of grown in popularity as the summer's gone on, especially, you know, being a leader for Team USA uh, and and after he just blew everybody away in the playoffs. So uh, I like the price that he just went for. Was it 21 22 uh, $20, $20. For, oh, my. For Brunson, uh, which – Well done. That feels good. And who – so – Alex Barutha, so maybe his little go. strategy here of, of getting money off the board is paying off now because he's got Brunson at a really nice uh, nice price. Yeah, Brunson feels more like a 25 to 30 for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so good price. Kevin Durant, so another first rounder. Um, let's see what he goes for. Uh, it's, it's it, He's, yeah... 50, I don't know, 45, 50. Um, I'd sort of have him in the same bucket as a Steph Curry, that sort of range. This is really what this is. I mean, I'm just looking at some of the prices here. Edwards for 45, um, Jaron Jackson for 41, Steph Curry for 48, Tatum for 49. Lillard for 37 is looking like a really nice bargain at the start of the draft there. Yeah, I think so. And I, I think some of this, it, it all just depends on timing. I, I mean, yeah. if Lillard was going now, uh, not sure exactly what he would go for. But, yeah, at the, at the very beginning with some of that risk baked in, man, that was that was pretty sweet. Uh, so Duran is up to 46. He goes for 46. Okay. So that's based on what we're seeing. I had him in that Steph Curry range. Who He went for 48. Um, Duran for 46. So that feels... Feels about right. DeAndre Ayton yep. uh, on the board now. He's not someone I'm interested in at all this season, but I'd be, yep. I don't know, I'd think maybe $15. Wouldn't go yeah. much more than that. I'll go for 10 and if he goes higher than that, I'm out. I have no interest in this guy. He's he, he looks like he doesn't care one bit to be out there playing basketball. He's cashing a check and fighting with the coach, and, and that's about the end of it. Yeah, look, and I think, I mean, Josh Lloyd talks about it a lot. Um, the concern is that Phoenix have got Bradley Beal there now, um, Durant, yeah. Booker. He's sort of the odd man out. So yeah. it does feel like he'll be that fourth wheel and, I don't know, he'll struggle to get more than about 13, 14 points, I think. Um, and that's if he's engaged. We, we've we seen him disengage on multiple occasions. That's right. I, I'd much rather go later in a draft and, and you know, an auction or redraft and grab somebody like a Josh Akoji or Yuta Watanabe or one of these other guys that may have a significant role 
Uh, somebody's got to be that fifth starter, right? So we're not sure yeah. who that will be quite yet, but they'll be cheap if we want to get a dart throw in there instead of wasting draft capital or money on somebody like an Aiden. Yeah. Um, so Jaden Ivey went for $3. Hey. I'd be right. okay with that, I think. Um, yeah. That Good source of – So who got him? Just having a look at the uh, the team build here with yeah, who did get Ivy. Him? There we go. Okay, so Savion got him. Um, okay, so they've got yeah. K. Yeah, K. Cunningham, Jarmorant, Kevin Durant, and Jaden Ivy. So a few top end guys, and then a nice a nice three dollar pick. So you're in on this bidding here for Donovan Mitchell. Uh, you're in at thirty four dollars. Uh, he feels like about a 40 for me. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, you know, first-round guy last season. Uh, not entirely sure how he follows that up this year, right? Career-high scoring, 71-point uh, yep. game, but, you know, we'll see how he does. So he goes off the board for $37. Uh, I like that price for him. Um, yeah. I don't think he has – I don't think he'll improve a lot this year. I don't think he can get much better, but – uh, that feels good. DeJounte Murray up next. Uh, similar range, I would say, maybe slightly, maybe sort of 30, 33. Uh, Alex Barutha is in on this one. Uh, any interest yeah. from you on DeJounte Murray? Nah, he's he's significantly below uh, Donovan Mitchell to me. And, yeah, not a, not a whole lot of interest here. Uh, I think the uh, the fit alongside Trey Young is kind of weird, and and we saw how that played out for both of them fantasy wise last season. So he goes for twenty seven dollars. Uh, that feels good. I I don't think yeah. that's as you said. He's he's yeah a little bit of a weird fit there. He's not going to do what he was doing in in San Antonio, obviously, but that still feels pretty solid for a guy that can potentially lead the league in steals if if things fall his way. Um, a guy that did he's coming off his best season by far, De'Aaron Fox. Uh coming up now. Um Oh, uh, yeah, I thought this was Michael J at first. <laughs> wrong Fox. <laughs> Although on on the topic of Michael J. Fox, we did have a lot of people comment in that last show, Michael J. Fox with with movie references. So uh, we do need to come up with a code word for today's show. So start racking your brain. Um, I'm happy to Link it into your T-shirt if we want to do that. Oh, man. If you could have everybody comment. I don't know how family-friendly this is, but if you want to have everybody comment, eat shit pit, that would that would make my day. Uh, look, I'm okay. I think that's a pretty accepted word nowadays. I mean, God, you walk, take my kids to school. Everyone's saying it. It's, um, <laughs> and if So well, we'll go with that as the key word for today. If you would like to get an entry into the uh, – Locked on Fantasy Basketball FBI World Cup. Pop eat shit pit into, into the comments. <laughs> Happy if you want to use asterisks and not actually write the word. I will accept that as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, look, we'll give people 24 to 48 hours to, to go back and watch this for those that aren't watching it live and drop it in the comments as well. Um, and then an email will be sent out. We'll, we'll draw 10 people out. Randomly, you do need to you do need to uh, be subscribed to our YouTube channel as well. Um, I'm assuming most people are, but if you're not subscribed, um, someone has already commented with the poo emoji. I will accept that. Um, 
as well. Very creative. Let's go back and have a look at some uh, players that have gone off. De'Aaron Fox. You picked up De'Aaron Fox for $23. I like that. Uh, that that feels really nice. Yeah, that felt like some good value right there, so I had to jump in on it. Uh, and you're, you're in on LaMelo Ball as well. Uh, he's up to $42 now. I'm pretty high on LaMelo this season. Uh, I'd, I'd probably have him as a $50 player. Um, if Steph Curry's going for 48 I'd have him above Steph Curry. So he's sitting at 44 now. Uh, you seem to have bailed. Yeah, I bailed. I wanted to see if I could snag him in that maybe early 40 range, but okay. he's, he's going to get bid up to close to 50, so I'm going to back out and see what else I can find. So Karan is in on this. So Karan and G League All-Stars are the only two that don't have a player on their roster yet. So Karan is in at 45, but he let him go. So Anchorage 69ers gets it uh, for 46. 46, I don't mind that. Um I'd be happy to get him there. Sure. All right. Third rookie off the board, if we're including Chet, Scoot Henderson. Mm. This will be an interesting one. Um, rookies always are because you don't really have anything to base their value on. Uh, yeah, I think he, and he's one of those guys. I think we talked about it. Oh, was it yesterday's show? It was on our show anyway. We talked about Scoot. He's probably going to struggle a little bit early in the season, but then could be top 50 down the stretch. Um, so you're sort of paying overs a little bit to get to get that value potentially in the fantasy playoffs. You're in on this one at $11. Yeah, I, I think he's he's got a clear top 100 uh, type of floor. Uh, that, Maybe that's being a little generous. We know how rookies can struggle, but I, I think the upside is clearly there for a guy that that should have been the number two pick, which I still think is asinine by Charlotte. But I, <laughs> I still think I still think of him as the number two pick, even though he wasn't taken with the two yeah. pick. When I think of this year's draft, I think of Scoot as the second best player. Um, so you got him there for eleven dollars. Uh, which yeah, I think that I think that feels nice. You have gone two rookies. Uh, yep. On your team, um, Wembenyama and Scoot. Does that is that concerning at all? Given just there's a little bit of uncertainty with rookies. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and I, and I was heavy on the rookies last season, and it blew up in my face. So it's it's absolutely uh, a concern. Uh, Anthony Davis is up now. Karan is getting in on this one as well. Uh, as are you. He's sitting at thirty nine, forty. He's probably a $50 player, I think. Yeah, I mean, you you might be able to get him a little cheaper because of the uh, you know the injury risk. But, I mean, yep. this was a guy that was fantasy's top player for you know, vast stretches of last he season. He was. Yeah, yeah, he was phenomenal uh, yeah. before he, he got some of those injuries. Um, so we're up to 45. It's you, you and Karan. Yeah. Look like you're the only two left bidding. Um, he's up to 46. Uh, Karan has his full $200 budget to play with. Yeah, this this is where he's going to start. So, yeah, I think I think even if you'd gone again, he probably would have bid, yeah. continued bidding because he, he had to get someone. Uh, G League All-Stars is the only team now with no one 
uh, on their roster. Haven't seen much from uh, Mitch Casey in the last 15 minutes. Um, he might have gone to make a coffee after spending the bulk <laughs> of his money. Uh, Alex Reclean has been pretty quiet. Yeah. Uh, Raf has been pretty quiet. Oh, there's Raf. He's popping up now. But uh, nah. So Walker Kessler is up now. He's a guy, speaking of hype, uh, he's a guy um, who's getting hyped. $27, you're in this one with, there's a few of you. Uh, oh, I know Reclean likes him. I'll, I'll bid you up, sir. Let's see what we can do. Oh, he's, oh, I didn't think he would go up to 30. He's running out of cash. This is his guy, though, he said. He loves he what I, I do love me some Walker Kessler Ranger, though, so I'm going to go ahead and bid one more dollar okay. and see if that gets him out of the way. Yep. Oh, no, there he goes again. Okay. So we're at 32 for Walker Kessler. We're at 33. Let's see if Reclean. I don't think I don't think Reclean is going to do it here. I think he's going to let him go. And he does. We'll take him. Okay. We'll take All right, him. So, so you're set for blocks. Let's, oh, yeah. let's get that clear. You have Wemby and, and Kessler. So, yeah. Um, Nice little build going on though. You've got uh, you've got two, well, one elite point guard, one potentially elite point guard, uh, two shot blocking, rebounding centers. Um, Got to just fill out those forward positions. Uh, yep. Sabonis, okay. Sabonis going off the board now. Uh, so we wouldn't have him in that Curry range, Lamello range, but I'd have him above like a DeJounte. Uh, Giannis, maybe slightly below Giannis, so maybe mid-30s. I think that body. feels about right, yeah. Uh, I mean, especially this was his best season last year. I mean, this is a guy that can uh, – pretend- I mean, he can lead the league in rebounding and then push to be one of the league leaders in assists too. So that is – uh, you know, quite a phenomenal you know, type of skill set for fantasy hoop. He's like a Jokic Jr. Yeah, yeah. I'll be interested to see maybe Shingun goes off the board mm. soon. I'll, I'll be curious to see what he goes for. Um, Sabonis is up to $32. Uh, got a couple of people bidding. So this is about, I think, where I see him going. So we're, we're getting close. So it doesn't feel like anyone's gone super high yet. Like I don't, other than I think Jokic went high because uh, yep. he went for what, 79. That felt too high. Um, I think everyone else feels about right. Cunningham, 39, eh, maybe, maybe a bit high, but I like him so much that I wouldn't care. Uh, so Reclean got uh, DeMontis Sabonis for 35. So right on where I thought he would go. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's sort of another sizable chunk gone from his budget. So he's up to, what was he at, 114? So he's at about 150 now as well. So we've got a few guys sitting around that $150 mark with only three or four players. So this is where we might start to see some nice value coming off the board. You have put up Trey Young. Yeah. Um. $10. He's going to go up from here. Um, is he someone that, that you think could could have a 
bit of a bounce, but I don't know if you'd call it a bounce back. I, I feel like he was a little bit of a letdown last season alongside DeJounte, but um, still elite source of assists. For me, I'd like to see him hit more threes. Uh, I had him on a couple of my yeah. squads and, and he didn't hit as many threes as I would have liked. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you know what you're getting with Trey, right? You're getting a huge amount of points, huge amount of assists. Um, last year, he really just kills you with – I mean, he's just a perfect example of one category dragging you down with the yeah. you know, the awful – the regression in his you know efficiency. But otherwise, he did exactly what you thought he would do. And he went for thirty six dollars, so I think I think that's a, a decent price for Trey Young. Um, sure, you nominated him, yet you didn't bid. So is this that's one of those instances where you're just looking to get a high end guy off the board, drag some money out? That's exactly right. And yeah. I was curious to see you know kind of how people were viewing mm. Trey Young. Yep, um, Kyrie Irving uh, up next. Similar, I think. Uh, I think far more upside than Trey Young, but probably looking at um, mid thirties to forty when we get there. I think that feels right, and, and I think with with Kyrie, he may be somebody that people are overlooking just because of the flat Earth and YouTube videos <laughs> and and all this other goofy stuff that you know the way he signs off his you know on his Twitter and all this stuff that he does. Uh, people might be overlooking the fact that he's a 50, 40, 90 risk every year. He's He's got that high floor of just being uh, uber efficient player who scores, who assists, who gets steals, who hits threes. Um, as long as he's available, man, he's a he's a first round stud. He is. He was he was first round last year from memory. Let me just bring up his. Uh... If not, he was close. Per game. Yeah, per game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, yeah. 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 Um, where are we? Oh, I'm looking at the wrong things. But, it, oh, yeah, I've got wrong settings. But, yeah, I'm, I'm sure he was a, a first-rounder in um, per game. So I'm not too concerned about him playing alongside Luca for a full season. Not at uh, all. He is who he is. Rudy Gobert. Now, he's a guy that people probably are – I mean, we – Try not to talk about do not draft lists, but I'm sure he is on that list for for those that do have do not draft lists um, after last season. Uh, you've got a bid in here for $9. Um, I feel like he's got to be better than last year. I don't think he can be worse. Yeah, I don't know that he can be worse, especially with the blocks. The blocks were, if I recall, the worst since his rookie season. In his rookie yeah. season, he played fewer than 20 minutes. So, I, I mean, really, really poor with the blocks. Uh, rebounds and points, also four or five-year lows uh, for him. Again, another instance of a fit alongside a teammate, him and Carl Anthony Towns. And Towns was out for a good part of the season, and Gobert still kind of stunk it up relative to where he was drafted. So, so he I don't goes see any room for improvement. Yeah, he goes for $17, um, uh, which, I think is, which I think is okay. He's sort of getting yep. that uh, – the like we've seen a few players like Austin Reeves and um, Anthony Edwards uh, getting the, the bump from mm-hmm. – FIBA World Cup, Gobert sort of got the opposite. So what, I don't know what the opposite of a bump is, but France were terrible. He was terrible. Ooh. So yeah. I think people are, that that did watch that just, well, he's done. He's he's over the hill. He can't play anymore. Um, 
So he is someone that I think is going to be available 60s, 70s in some spots uh, in, in snake drafts and, and getting him for $17 here I think is, is fine. Um, we did have Jalen Duran go off the board at 15. So there's, I guess, an example of where people view uh, Gobert, very similar to Jalen Duran. Mm-hmm. Um, and 12 months ago, there's no way that would be the case. So. How the mighty have fallen, man. Uh, all right. Pascal Siakam up now. Um, so some recap on rosters. Uh, you're sitting at uh, the same four players, Fox, Scoot Henderson, Wembenyama, and Kessler. Um, still haven't seen much from Mitch Casey. Hopefully he's still in the draft <laughs> room. He <laughs> might have taken the dog for a walk. Uh <laughs> So a few of those guys that bid early have been quiet. Um, Karan has still only got one player, Anthony Davis. G League All-Stars just picked up Gobert as their first player. Siakam went to in uh, Alex Barutha for $31. Uh, I feel like that's pretty good. He got Brunson for 20 as well. I think both of them are, are nice value picks. Absolutely, man. Uh, and this is the part of the draft where you start really running into all those values for guys that were patient. So, and then you can kind of assess and say, Hey, was it worth it? Or should I have gotten, you know, Jokic and Halliburton at the same time? I don't know. Mm. Oh yeah. Mitch is there. He's just commented. So, so good. Good to know that you're still in the draft room. He's just biding his time. He's well, he's biding his time, but it's cause he's got no money left. Right. <laughs> And plus, he was walking the dog, drinking his and coffee. And he was walking the dog, that's right. Yeah. Um, so we had, uh, after Pascal Siakam, CJ McCollum went for $5. Devin Booker is now on the board. Uh, look, CJ is sort of past his best, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, I think $5 is okay. Um, he's going he's gonna to start. He's going to play good minutes as long as he's healthy. He'll get you close to 20 points a game. Um Handful of assists, so I think for five dollars, uh, he, he's a nice pickup. I'm just looking at who added him. Okay, so Samuel TC grabbed him to pair with Curry um, as his starting guards, so that's okay. Uh, yeah. Devin Booker, Devin Booker, all right, Devin Booker for thirty five. That feels nice. Yeah, that doesn't feel too bad. Uh, are are you worried about him with uh, alongside Beal? This year with with him and KD in the mix? Uh, I'm not really. Uh, I think common sense would have him handling the ball a lot. Um, I think Beal will handle the ball as well, as well as Durant. They can all do it. Um, For me, I think it's Beal that takes the bigger hit. I think Booker is still the face of the franchise. Um, So I still think that that he can be probably top 20, uh, borderline top 15, so no, I think I'm not. I'm not too worried. Maybe his scoring takes a slight hit, but um, he's relatively efficient for a guard as well. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not too concerned about uh, Booker. Uh, looks like you're getting in on some bidding here. We're on James Harden uh, at twenty eight dollars. Yeah, he... that's where I bow out. Okay, so he went for twenty eight dollars. Um, yeah. So is that you, you're just a little bit concerned about the the whole trade sort of is he going to play? Isn't he going to play? Question. 
Yeah, I think that's got to be a big concern. I, I mean, because if you told me right now he's playing and, you know, he'll give you 60 games, then, yeah, he's a top, what, top 15 guy, top 20 at worst. Uh, I mean, he led the league in assists last season. That's right. I, I think we've – and we saw – uh, much earlier, uh, for anyone just jumping in, Lillard, Damien Lillard went for $37, which I think is below value. Harden mm-hmm. went for 28 which is below value. So people are hesitant, given the uncertainty about their immediate future. Um, so a bit of value there if you're prepared to take some risk. Uh, Miles Turner is up now, sitting at $27, which I think – oh, he went for 27 I think that's all right. Um, I don't know. These guys like Jaron Jackson, who are not one-cat wonders, but their value relies a lot on blocks. Sometimes they're overvalued. But, look, if you need some blocks, um, Anchorage 69ers had no shot blockers. So getting someone like a Turner straight away makes you at least competitive in that category. Carl uh, anthony Towns. What are your thoughts on him this season? Is is he – I mean, I don't think – he's not going to get back to a first-round guy like he was for a couple of seasons there. But um, if he's healthy, uh, I think there's some value in Towns this season. Yeah, there's absolutely some value in Towns here. And so I'm, I'm going to throw a little bit of money in on him just because I think he'll be undervalued. Um yeah, you know, we look at the the scoring, uh, the three-pointers, uh, you know, the defensive numbers were uh, way down. Uh, so there was a lot of things working against him last season. Uh, but when he was available, I mean, you're still getting a guy that can rebound, that can block shots, that can hit threes at an elite level. Um, and as we mentioned earlier, Rudy Gobert is, you know, over the hill at this point, past his prime. So I think you can get a bit of value here on Towns. But as I speak, he's getting <laughs> yeah, bid up, you're, up, up. So you're bidding, yeah, you're in a bit of a bidding war here. He's up to 33 and he goes for 33. So, yeah, um, RIP. Yeah, look, I think where you sort of came in on the bidding there, high 20s. He's yeah. nice. Uh, once you get closer to that mid-30s, I think you're sort of taking away some of that value. Um, Evan Mobley uh, up now. You're in yeah. on this one. It's, it's very early. He's going to go for a lot more than $5. Um, a nice season, I think, coming up for Mobley. I think we were everyone was pretty high on him last season, and then Donovan Mitchell came in and sort of cut his grass a little bit, at least yeah. on the offensive end. But I think this is probably the season where he uh, steps up both ends of the floor. Jared Allen, I think, is is who he is right now. Like, I don't think there's a lot of room for Jared Allen to improve, whereas I do think there is a lot of room for Mobley. Yeah, I, I think we could see a huge jump from Mobley this season. Um, him and you know, Scotty Barnes are the two guys from uh, from that draft class that I'm really um, you know, expecting some big things from. Uh, yep. So what's he at? So he's at twenty six. You're in on this bidding with the. So it's what have we got? Hasdva is is bidding with you. Uh, the two of you were also bidding on Carl Anthony Towns. So let's see who wins this one out. You're up to twenty seven. So are you prepared to go higher on uh, Mobley? Oh, didn't matter. Uh, twenty seven. I, I like. I like that. You're happy with twenty seven dollars for him. 
I'm very happy with that. Yeah, I think he can uh, he can give me plenty of value at that price. Absolutely. Another really strong shot blocker as well. Yeah. So uh, safe to say you're probably winning the blocks category at the moment with Mobley, Wembenyama, and Walker Kessler. I would hope so. That and rebounds. Uh, just need to figure out a way to get some a uh, little more scoring here on my team. So that's going to be something that I'm conscious of. Yeah, okay. Um, so we've got Bam here. Um, based on what you've got and what you need, I'm assuming you're not getting in on the the, uh, the Bam at a bio bidding. No, sir, you are correct. Uh, and he is up to $25. Uh, so what did uh, – let me just have a look. So Siakam went for 31. I feel like he's sort of in that Siakam range, uh, high 20s. Mm-hmm. 26. Okay. 26 feels nice. You're nominating now. Um, Let's see if I can get some points here with the finisher. Okay. He's coming off a relatively strong World Cup as well. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the team weren't great, but but he was uh, he was pretty good. Okay, so he's there's a few people in on Matt, on Markinen. Uh, do you think he improved from last season, or or are we sort of just expecting this is it for him? Like what he did last year is sort of his his peak, but he can do it for a few years. I, I think it's probably closer to yeah, this is his peak. I'm not sure how much higher he can go, um, and, and I'm not entirely sure. Uh, you know, what ends up happening now with John Collins in the mix? Uh, I don't think that hurts him too awful bad uh, as a scorer. But, again, at some point Utah is going to have to rely on somebody other than, you know, Lowry marketing. Yeah. Yep. No, I think I think that's all um, all pretty fair. Uh, so Alex Barutha back in on some bidding gets marketed mm-hmm. for 27. You were out at 23. Um, yeah. 27 still feels okay, though. I think uh, points, rebounds, not much defensive stats, but um, nice efficiency threes. So gives you a bit of everything. I don't mind him for 27 for, for uh, Alex there. He's another another nice value pick. Jimmy Butler with his, his infamous headshot with the dreads. Mm. Um, coming up now. I personally, I'm not interested in Jimmy Butler this year. That's that's more just a personal choice, um, more than having a reason. Um, I know he was pretty. I know well. I know he was very good last year in the playoffs. But we hear all the playoff Jimmy stuff, and regular season is what counts for fantasy, not fan, not playoff basketball. So, is, are you sort of targeting him at all? I mean, I guess if he fell far enough in a snake draft, I'd take him, but. He's sitting at $30 here. Yeah, if, if he fell far enough, yes, that, that's totally fine. But he's not a guy that, that gets my blood boiling by by any means. Uh, even after watching him, you know, play tennis or dunk on people at camp, I'm not really, <laughs> you know, I'm not into yeah. it. So he goes for 31. Uh, his teammate, Ooh. well, his current teammate, um, uh, yeah. Tyler Hero, is uh, up next. Uh, another guy that doesn't really excite me too much. Um, I know he's a decent scorer, but doesn't do a lot else. Uh, okay rebound numbers from the guard position, but 
yeah, he's not someone I'm I'm really targeting um, this year. You're in on nine dollars for him, uh, and and you are chasing points. So yeah, I, I'm not super interested in him. Oh, damn it, Barutha! Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, really, give me give me my guy for nine dollars. I, I can get twenty points a game out of Tyler Hero for nine bucks. That feels great to me. So as long as Barutha doesn't come around and screw it up for me here. And he does not. So, yeah, look, nice nice get there. Yeah, 20 points a game. Um, and that's sort of what you need to be shoring up here because really your only guaranteed points guy at the moment is De'Aaron Fox. Um, yeah. Uh, Scoot Henderson at some point, yes, but maybe not initially. Wembenyama at some point, yes, but probably not. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe not even this season. Um, oh, here we go. Now we're we're at the opposite end. Boyan Bogdanovich, someone who I've seen go undrafted in a lot of standard yeah. leagues. Uh, he's on the board. I'm yeah, three dollars. Is that an overpay? Is three dollars an overpay for Boyan Bogdanovich? I I mean I don't know, man. Uncle Bogey went for twenty one points last year. So I mean, if you yeah. again, if you're chasing points like me, I, what's he going to do at worst this year? Fifteen a game. I mean, that's still three bucks is three bucks. I don't think that's too bad. No, and who? I'm just having a look at who got him. Yeah, okay. So three bucks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah whatever. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it is what it is at this point. It is. Right? It is. Our enthusiasm is. Uh, it's is waning for things. sure. Yeah, well, yeah. so we've got uh, – where are we at? Zach Levine uh, is at $18. You were in at 16 so I guess looking for some points still here? Absolutely, man. Um, and plus he's got a great name too, so uh, that kind of factors in. But, yeah, I'll, I'll throw one more bid. What the hell? I'll, I'll get in on him for $21 and, and get, get some points here. Sure up this last flex position. I mean, for 20 points, to me, he's got a top 50 ceiling. And I think people forget that even after that, you know, quote-unquote down year last year, he was still a really awesome fantasy player for good stretches of the season. He was. He was. And and despite them coming out at the start of the season and saying he's got a knee injury, we're going to manage him, he basically played every game. So, um Hopefully he can do that again. So you did get uh, Zach Levine for $21, which that feels pretty good. You have now got uh, – so that's what's left. Okay, so you've got $42 left. You've basically filled out your starting roster. So we've got eight active roster spots and six bench. Um, so one active roster spot and then you need to leave – you obviously need to leave – six what six dollars um because minimum bid is a dollar fred van fleet goes for 28 uh that that feels all right to me i think yeah that feels fine as long as you can handle the uh the poor field goal percentage i think that's that's great cool westbrook Westbrook. So we've still got – so just some names we've got left on the board here. Uh, so we've still got Darius Garland, Porzingis, LeBron James, Paul George, uh, Desmond Bain, Kawhi Leonard, Jalen Brown. Shingoon is still on the board, hasn't come off yet. Jordan Poole, Josh Giddy, Jalen Williams, Bankero. So still a lot of names left on the board despite being 
I don't know how many picks we are in, but but there is still a lot of talent um, on the board. So we had Westbrook go for uh, where are we? Three dollars to you, good sir. To me, they have uh, they have nobody at point guard this year. So I will for three dollars. That's that's essentially a gimme, dude. I'll throw him on my team and I know what I'm going to get again. I'll get some points. I'll get some assists. I'll get some rebounds. All right. So he's the guy that I am interested to see. And I had a feeling you would bid uh, for him. And that is uh potential scoring leader this season. Uh, Jordan. Poole. Yes. Uh, that, that was your hot take on our show earlier in the week that he would lead the league in scoring. Are you sticking by that? Yeah, I would love to see it. I think he's got a real shot on this uh, on this terrible team, uh, the team that I will be going to see with my kids a few times this year. So I am excited to uh, welcome the pool party to D.C., man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so you did get him for $20, $25, and your your roster actually by far is the most full. Um, yep. So you have... Uh, you have nine players on your roster. We have one team with six. So, no, yeah, no one's even close, really. Uh, we've got G League All-Stars still only has Rudy Gobert, so still only one player. So he's really playing the waiting game. Um, as is Karan. Uh, Mitch Casey still having a snooze. Hmm. Ben Simmons, right. Someone I'm pretty high on this season. Uh, oh, Mitch Casey has awoken uh, $8. Are you are you thinking that he can do anything this season or is it a we have to wait and see? I, I think we have – I still think we have to wait to see. Can he do it? Absolutely. When we saw him, you know, at his peak in Philadelphia, absolutely he could do it. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's just there's been so much time between that Ben Simmons and this Ben Simmons that we don't know what the current iteration is going to be. So I think that's baked into his price and or his draft capital and redraft leagues. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, ben Simmons, so he did go off the board for $9, uh, which I'm, I think I'm okay at $9. Yeah. Uh, and who, who got him? Where are we? Anchorage, 69. Uh, yeah, interesting fit. Yeah, anyway, I like him. We've all seen the videos. You've got to buy into the hype. Uh, Paul George now at, at $9. I think people are sleeping on him a little bit this season. Just He seems to have just been injured the last few years. Yeah. Um, but still still really good when he's on the court. I think he's probably a 30 in, in a sort of a perfect world. We're, we're later in the draft now, so he's probably going to go at a bit of a discount, but I think he's probably $30, $33 in terms of value. I think that that sounds about right if, if you told me he was healthy, but uh, just based on what we've seen from him, I'm not paying anywhere near. I, I'm actually just yeah. out on him. He's on my do not draft list. Yeah, I think I'd get him, if we were in a redraft, I'd probably take him in the Late third, maybe. Uh, but again, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I might not. Fourth round, yes. Third round, not sure. 
Uh, he yeah. went for $25. So I think that's fine. I think with the risk, um, I'm happy with $25. Cam Johnson, uh, one of the guys I'm very high on this season. He's up now. Yeah. He's up to $10. I love Cam Johnson, man. I, I think he's somebody that we've seen go very cheap in redraft right now. And I think that's going to be the same here in, uh, you know, in this auction draft. Uh, or maybe we have a lot of like minds here and they're going to just continue to bid each other up. Uh, but this guy has top 75, you know, easy value written all over him and you can get him closer to pick 100 in redraft. Yeah. Well, I think he was 54th from memory last yeah. season. I know I've looked at his numbers so much um, that I think he was. So I think he went for $14 to, to sure. Alex Ruther, another, another nice value pick. Uh, for Alex there. Um, so are you, like you've, as I said, you filled your active roster. You've got just got a few Ross, um, bench spots left. Are you in a bit of a let's just sit and wait now or are you still going to actively bid on some guys? Yeah, I only have 14 bucks left. So the most I can bid on any one player right now is going to be, what, 10 bucks. Yeah. So that's the best I can do. I'm going to have to sit and wait. And so obviously I'm out on somebody like a Garland. Um, and I did not practice what I preached despite being patient <laughs> in the beginning. I, <laughs> I I went balls deep there in the middle, man. And, and it just. You did, but are. I think you did, but I think you still, you waited long enough that you were able to get some value. So you didn't go too early. Um, like Mobley, I think for 27 is nice. Levine for 21. Um, Jordan Paul for 25, Fox for 23. I think they're all good value picks. So, yeah, little, uh, little disappointed maybe. I think I may have overpaid for Kessler, but that's okay. I think so, but that let's blame Alex Reclean for that one. I think so. That's the easy okay. answer. Just blame Reclean. All right. Uh, so we had. Yeah, so Garland was there. He went for 27. Oh, that's great. Alex, Alex Barutha again. Oh, uh, he's building a nice team. little team there, yeah. Yes, um, sir. He's no shot blockers yet. So it'll be interesting to see if he goes after someone like uh, a Dan Gafford or a Mark Williams here mm. um, as a cheap shot blocking option. Uh, Porzingis is up now. Uh, we've got Raf is back bidding. There you go. He uh, he had to go out and walk the uh, walk the goldfish, and now he's back. He did. Uh, we're up to twenty three for Porzingis. Are we down on him a little bit in Boston? Yeah, we're down on him a little bit in Boston. Uh, had a little bit of an injury here over the summer. Not sure what extent that is, but anytime you hear that from a guy that's you know described as you know. Uh, often injured, then it kind of raises your haunches a little bit. So, yeah. yeah. And then he's, he's also got to compete with uh, Big Bob Williams and Al Horford so and Jason Tatum. Uh, did he go? Where are we? Porzingis. So he went for 24. Look, 24 is fine. Uh, we are down on him a little bit, but he was, what was he, top 15 last season? Um, yeah. So he could very easily be a third-round player. And if you look at some other guys who went, Around that price, marketing for 27, Holmgren for 22. Uh, who else have we got? Paul George for 25. I think I'd rather Porzingis over over those guys. Porzingis or Holmgren? Who would you rather? 
I'd rather have Holmgren. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I, I think there's always, and maybe this is this is just my way of kind of rationalizing, but I think for me, I like the unknown upside of a guy like Chet Holmgren more than I like the the known upside of Porzingis, but maybe with a little bit of that injury risk baked into yeah. it. I, I think it's more exciting to have Holmgren on my team than it is to have KP. Yeah, yeah, and fantasy is all about fun after all, so. Uh, so we had LeBron go off the board there for twenty three dollars. Um, so interesting, right. yeah. I think it feels okay, but just having a look at the build for Karan here, he's gone uh, Paul George, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis. So three mm. guys that could miss time could be really good if if they all uh, play sixty five games. Um, so a bit of a risk reward team there. Uh, Chris Middleton, who. I actually got in a mock draft we did yesterday and I got Chris Middleton at 90 something. Oh my god. Uh it wow. was it was a mock on Yahoo so I mean not mm. everyone's taking it super serious but um yeah look so Middleton here for $17 that feels pretty good. Oscar Thompson for $3 like the upside there too. I was tempted. Yep, $3. So we're going, yeah, there's another rookie comes off the board. Still a few rookies floating around, but I don't know how many of them will actually be drafted. Right. Uh, Scotty Barnes. Mm. Um, Yeah, he's an interesting one because we were pretty high on him last year and and he let a lot of people down. So I think there's probably some hesitation when, when looking at him this season. Uh, Alex Barutha is in on him for fourteen dollars. Oh, I wish and I could that, get him there. Oh, that feels that feels that's good. A, uh, that's robbery, dude. That that is just that's grand theft right there. That is filthy. Yeah, I'm not like oh. I said. What a little bit of uh, probably a few people down, but for fourteen, wow, that's uh, yeah. DeAndre Ayton went for twelve. Yeah. I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum there on Scotty Barnes. I think with Van Vliet gone, I think we can yep. see him evolve more as a passer. And I think that just adds another dimension uh, to his game. And we've seen point Scotty. We saw it last year, the upside that he can have. Uh, so I think he's in for his best season, him and Mobley. So he's Shengun. This is I was curious to see where, where he goes, how much he goes for. So he's, he's sitting at $10. Uh, would you pay more for him than you would for like a DeAndre Ayton? I would. Oh, Absolutely, yeah. I, I would go up to twenty five for Shangun. I think the the upside of uh, a passing bit passing big man just to me has my heart in fantasy. So I, I think, yeah, I, I'd go all the way up to twenty five, and he might get there too. He's sitting at twenty right now. Yeah, uh, I thought I thought Alex was going to get him there for seventeen, but he goes for nineteen oh, to uh, to G League All Stars. So G League All Stars. It had, now has three players, Porzingis, Gobert, Shingun. So probably needs to target some guards, given he yeah, has I would say. zero assists. Uh, well, no, he's got Shingun, sorry. So he has got some assists. Um, the rosters are starting to fill out for a lot of people now, except for Mitch, who's still waiting. Oh, the dog had to go back out. Uh, RJ Barrett goes for a dollar to Alex Ricardo. <laughs> Hey. 
All right. Kawhi Leonard. All right, here we go. Kawhi Leonard. So Paul George went for 25. I'd certainly pay more for Kawhi than I would for Paul George, but he is going to be available at a bit of a discount given he's coming off a torn meniscus. Right. Right. I think this is this is great for Kawhi this year to uh, to target him. He, you can probably get him in the fourth round in fantasy drafts. And, yeah. Uh, you know, if you're risk averse, obviously, you know, not for you. But if you can handle a little bit of that risk, fourth round feels like a sweet spot for him. Well, obviously, Karan is not too concerned with risk because he has added Kawhi Leonard to Paul George, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis. Oh, Karan, what's up, so man? He, he is going full risk uh, mm. with his build. Um, and why not? If you're far, so far down that path, why not just hunt value and get some guys that might only play 12 games? He might dominate for a week. Right. Uh Another another hype sort of poppy guy from last season, Jalen Williams uh, from the Thunder, up to $12. Yeah, there's some comments coming on around Karan's team, the hospital wing. Um, so we've got Jalen wow. Williams. Jay, what are you? What are your thoughts on him, on Jalen this this year? Obviously, he was really good down the stretch last year, and his steal numbers inflated his overall value pretty substantially. Uh, you still think he's top 50, top 60? Top 75 feels a little bit better. Okay. Uh, I, I'm I'm curious to see what kind of role he plays with Chet uh, in the mix. I think Chet's going to be a pretty a fairly high-touch type of guy. or um, So maybe take away a little bit of that from Williams. But the steal numbers, as you mentioned, kind of inflated his value. Uh, but the steal numbers, I don't see that regressing too much. So if you're looking for steals uh, and a guy that's not going to hurt you too much uh, elsewhere, I think he can he can be your guy. Top 75 feels better. Yeah. Uh, so he went for 15, and I think 15 is is fine. Um, sure. Around that range. Emmanuel quickly is up. Uh, some bidding, not very much bidding, but it looks like he's yeah. going to go for $4 to RAF. So RAF trying to target some of these lower-end guys um, now, fill out his roster a bit. Uh, we will see. So you're still sitting on your nine players. Um, mm-hmm. These A lot of these guys coming off the board now are just out of your price range, really. Yeah. Yeah, just got to sit back and watch. Jamal Murray... But, I mean, sit back and watch it and just see people throw that money out the door. So any having a look at your roster there, what are you sort of looking at to get with these last few picks? Any specific categories um, that you think you might be a little bit deficient in? Yeah, I, I think right now I'm just going to look for best available. I think I did my best here with Pool and Hero to kind of and Levine as well to try to address the points and threes that I was lacking early in my draft. Um, at this point, yeah, I think I'm just going to look for for best available. And maybe I could go for some more assists here if I can find somebody, but those are those are a little bit tougher to find. So Jamal Murray goes for twenty one dollars. I think that's I think that's pretty good. Um, sure, he was he was really strong last season. Um, took him a, a, a month, six weeks to to get going, coming off that ACL injury. But once he was rolling, and we saw in the playoffs as well, he was 
he was awesome. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't MVP given you with uh, uh, Jokic there, but he was pretty yeah. close to being MVP. I think for them during the playoffs uh, for for stretches anyway. Absolutely. Uh, so we've got Nikola Vucevic now. Um, he's up to $18. I think I wouldn't want to go much higher than that for him, I don't think. I probably wouldn't either. Uh, but, I, I mean, here's a guy that is pretty consistently a top 30 option in fantasy. He's he's boring. He gets He's no flash, no hype, uh, no raz. But, man, this guy is as consistent as they come, man. So he goes for 20, and you're up now, uh, your nomination. Um, oh, boy. Who do I want to go for here? Goodness. Let's go for uh, – oh, here's a guy we talked about the other day. Probably out of my price range, but let's see the reigning rookie of the year. Okay. So definitely out of your price range, I would say. Yeah. We will, we'll see. He's up to $5, $6. There we go. There yeah, we go. he's getting up towards that uh, ten dollar range now, yeah. which I think I think if he goes anywhere here, it's it's great value. You could get in at ten. No, there goes Raf at ten. So yeah, damn it, Raf. Which I I say that so often, Raf. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven. Oh my gosh, eleven dollars! If somebody snags him for eleven, I oh, this is why you wait till the end of the draft. You get deals like this. Yeah, but to have the money left to do this, as we've seen, you you need to have not not gone hard early. So so there is a bit of a trade off. Um, so Raf's got him for fourteen at the moment. I still think that's pretty good value. I think that's phenomenal value, man. That's that's great. Way to go, Raf. So his roster is basically full now. Um, oh, okay, so here goes Claxton. Um, so be, I was going to say I'm interested to see if uh, Alex goes in here because uh, Alex Barutha still has no shot blockers. He did bid initially, but doesn't look like he's in anymore. So he might be going to wait for someone like a, a Gafford or a Mark Williams who will go a little bit cheaper. No, he's back in at 15. Out of your price range again. I uh, know. Standing by. Mm, $20 for Claxton. It's actually more than I thought he would go for. He's, he's been falling in, re, in uh, snake drafts. Uh, he's up to $20 here. Um, would you pay? So you paid 33 for Kessa, which you've admitted was probably an overpay. It was an overpay. Would you, would you prefer Kessler over Claxton still? Uh, I think for 22 compared to 33 to have that extra $10 flexibility here, I should not have. And I shouldn't have gone in on Westbrook either for $3. He's a $1 player. I, a little silly on me there. Uh, so Claxton did go for 21, uh, which is, I think it's a fine price. It's a, probably, as I said, a little higher than I thought he would go for just based on where he normally goes in drafts. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, 
uh, sitting at four dollars. Yeah, do you uh, do you think he's falling? Claxton is falling in drafts because of uh, Harry Giles signing with the Nets. Is that is that what's driving him down? Feels unlikely. Uh, again, he does look good in those workout videos. If, uh, <laughs> right. But well, no, are. I'm not too not too concerned about him coming for Claxton's yeah. minutes. Uh, so D'Angelo Russell went for six dollars. Uh, mm. That oh Devin Vassell. Here we go. Another one of my guys who I'm pretty high on this season. Um going late. So potentially he goes at nice value here. Uh if you could if you were bidding, if you had money, how high would you go on someone like Vassell? A twelve to fifteen dollar range to me feels pretty good um, in terms of, I guess, ceiling and potential upside. I think he could blow past that for sure, but that that feels about right. Okay, so he's sitting at $14. Uh, 15, so we wouldn't going to go much higher than that. Looks like he's going to Go, he does. He goes for fifteen dollars. I think that's about right. I, I think, yeah, I think he could be a little bit better than that. But we do have that worry that the the Spurs may shut the things down at the back end of the yeah. season again. Um, another Raptor here with with Van Fleet, who I think could step things up a little bit. Uh, OG Ananobi yeah. uh, led the league in steals last year, I think, or close to it. Um, yeah. Sitting at eleven dollars, uh, are we pretty high on him? I, I sort of view him as top forty, pretty solid top forty player this season. Top forty with a top twenty upside, um, especially with Van Vliet gone. I I really like these Raptors this year. I like Ananobi. I like Scotty Barnes. I like Gary Trent uh, because they got rid of Van Vliet, who was a high usage, high assist, high points guy, and they replaced him with Dennis Schroeder, who is best known for his receding hairline and jumping Dirk at the World Cup. So uh, <laughs> he's going for – so he's at 19. So I think he's going to go here for $19. Man, uh, I, I should have been patient, man. That's a wonderful price. That's Yeah, that's nice value there. Both he and Scotty Barnes uh, mm. went for a nice price there so yeah that's so g league all-stars who who didn't have many on his roster for quite a while is starting to fill his out and he's picked up jamal murray for 21 ananobi for 19 shengun for 19 so three three nice picks there i think yeah i i like that a lot i'm i just i have the regret right here the buyer's remorse man wemby and kessler for 65 and he got those three players for 63? Yeah. Similar? Yeah. Which would you rather have, those three or my two? Because I'm kind of eyeing his three at this point. <laughs> <laughs> he might be open to some trades. Uh, so we've got Trey Murphy. Uh, he's an interesting one. Really good last year. Finished inside yep. the top 50 per game. Um, he goes for $8. Mm, like that. that. That feels nice. I mean, Zion is... But well, he's back at least initially. So uh, I don't think. Do you think Trey Murphy starts, or do you think they go stick with Herb? 
Ah, that's a good question. I keep hearing uh, – I've heard that Trey Murphy may be on the radar for sixth man of the year this year, uh, which yeah. I think is – uh, I think that would be totally reasonable for him to finish there. Uh, I don't know which direction they go. I think I, – I don't know. I, I can't speculate. What are you thinking? Uh, I think I think they go with Herb um, if they're healthy because I think they've got Zion who can score. They've got McCollum who is okay. They've got Ingram who can score. Murphy, I think bringing him off the bench gives them more um, – offensive upside off the bench and you don't necessarily need Herb Jones to come in and score 15 because he's he's surrounded by guys that can score and I think I think Herb is still the preferred defender so I think okay. if they're healthy it's Herb but if like if Zion went down for example they might try to get a little bit more scoring in that starting lineup um, Mark Williams just went off the board for 13 dollars. Mm. Uh, Mitch was bidding there. Alex Barutha was bidding. So, so these guys coming, starting to come back in. Um, Thirteen for Mark Williams. I mean, he's going to start. We we think he's going to play thirty. Uh, that feels like a, a good price to me for for him. Yeah, I like him there. Uh, double double threat with uh, some big time blocks. Uh, Desmond Bain. I know Alex Barutha is high on him. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll see if how hard he goes. He's up to twenty two. Yeah, it's um, top twenty guy. Do you think over the first two months he can get there, man? I, I mean, he can get to he can get to top twelve. I think um, you know with Ja Morant being out, I, I think yeah. it'll be very interesting. So he goes for twenty eight. Um, I think that feels. I think that feels about right. I think he, he yeah. top yeah top twenty, top fifteen potentially over the first two months. Probably scales back to be more like a third rounder down the stretch. So you're probably looking at a back end second round, early third for the season. Um, I think twenty eight dollars is a good price for him. Uh, Demar Derozan, Josh Giddy is still on the board. I'm I'm curious to see what he goes for. Um, who else have we got sitting there? Kyle Kuzma, uh, Onyeka Kongwu, Miles Bridges, Markel Fultz. Your boy, Markel. Yep, yep. Where, where uh, would you feel comfortable taking him? Uh, look, based on, on what we're sort of seeing here, um, uh, if I could get him under $10, I'd like that. Uh Sort of looking at it like D'Angelo Russell went for six, Trey Murphy went for eight. Um, I'd have him down in that range. Ben Simmons went for nine. Yeah, look, I would think 10, 12, I'd be happy with. Um, depends who's in the draft. So Demarta Rosen goes for $18. Eh, I'm okay with that. I'm not taking him anywhere. He's just boring to me. But that's, again, that's just personal sort of I like to have exciting upside on my team yeah I agree with you it's tough to get those guys but that's why they fall man I think him and Vooch and Levine are all kind of in that fourth to fifth round uh, space in redraft and all of them will probably finish with that same value or exceed by just a little bit they're 
is very consistent, especially DeRozan. He's so damn durable, man. If you're looking yeah. for totals, he's your guy. Uh, so Jalen Green sitting on the board. Having a look at the rosters, uh, we've still got Mitch Casey with his three players that he took in about mm. the first three minutes. Um, yeah. No one else. So he's going to he's gonna get some nice value here at the back end uh, of the draft. You're still biding your time waiting for some of these cheaper players. Um, Jalen Green goes for $9 to Raf. Was he someone you were potentially interested in at, at that price? You could have afforded him. Nah, no interest. He's a he's a scorer only, which again I addressed that already. Uh, I don't necessarily need his scoring. And Houston brought in uh, a bunch of guys in this oh, offseason, yeah. especially yeah. yeah. So no thanks. Uh, Bradley Beal. So you asked earlier about Booker and if we were sort of concerned about his production with with Beal there. What do we see for Beal this year? He was top, I think he was top 50 last season, wasn't great. Do you have him in that range again? He'll probably take a step back um, from there, but he's not going to fall outside the top 70, 75. Uh, What I liked about him last year, if I remember correctly, highest efficiency of his career, um, Yep. You know, so again, in if we're playing in a nine cat league, that that greatly helps a guy that is not a thirty point per game scorer anymore in Washington and especially now in Phoenix. So he went for eighteen dollars. DeRozan went for eighteen, I think, a couple of picks earlier. Who would you rather there, Bradley Beal or Demar Derozan? I'll take DeRozan all day in that spot. Okay. Uh, Drew Holiday up. Next, so speaking of guys with very little upside but very consistent, much like a Demar yeah. Rosen. Um, yeah, not look. I think if if we can get him, I'd rather him over Demar Rosen. Um, Drew Holiday is that in line with what you think as well? I, I just think he he does a little bit more. He does a little bit more. I think they're close, uh, but yeah, he does a little bit more. So probably lean Drew there. Um, Hell, remember Drew's 51-point game last season? You put I that did. up against DeRozan's <laughs> back-to-back buzzer beaters. I don't know. Yeah. So he's at $22 now. Looks like he's going to go, and he does. He goes for $22. I still think that's okay. You're up to nominate here. Oh, boy. Who in the hell do I nominate that I can afford? Let's let's see if I somebody will throw me a bone here. No, maybe not. Throw a Chris Paul out. Let's see. Trying to well. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll go with Jalen Brown. Get some money off the board because you won't be able to afford him. Obviously. No. Um, He could be. He could be had at at a nice value here though, because because a lot of people don't have a ton of money left, uh, and you'd probably put him in. uh, What are we sort of thinking for him? Top forty, ish. Uh, yeah, right in that range. May 27. Yeah, so I think if if he can get him for 20, that's probably nice value, although this bidding is going up quite quickly. Is there uh, is there something ironic to be said about the low values placed on the NBA's highest paid player of all time or what? <laughs> there is, there is. <laughs> Oh, that's still a weird thing to say, isn't it? It is. I, was, I mean, at one point it was Mike Conley, right? So who the hell knows? Yeah, 
Yeah, it's going to be Shea very soon, I think. Yeah. Um, $22, that's not bad if somebody no. can lock him in. Or 21 right here. Yeah, 21. Yep, I think. And he does. He goes for 21. So that that's very good. Like, if you look, Drew Holiday mm-hmm. went for 22, DeMar DeRozan for 18. I'd rather Jalen Brown over both those guys. Absolutely. All right, here we go. Miles Bridges. Let's see what people think about him this season. I feel like he's slowly creeping up in drafts. Um, people are starting to get past all the off-court stuff, um, yep. which obviously it, it happened. We we don't we can't disregard that. But in terms of fantasy, I think people are, are starting to take that real life hat off, put the fa- hat off, and put the fantasy hat on. Um, and you remember two seasons ago, he was top thirty. So. Yes. And he goes for $6 to Alex Perutha. Uh, Who? Yeah, that's... Uh, Come on, Perutha. He's a bargain. He's a smart man, that Alex Perutha. Yeah, I'm not sure who invited him. Uh, I have somebody, some, one of those guys from Rotowire, man. I can't stand them either. Come on. Uh, on Yeko Kongo, all right, another guy that I'm keen to see where he goes. Um <clears throat> he's sitting at five. Oh, Mitch Casey, he's sprung to life. Uh, <laughs> so interestingly, Alex Barutha still doesn't have any shot blockers. So Gaffer, I'm, I think he's going to go. I'm just looking down the board here. He, he is bidding on a Kongwu. But we've still got Daniel Gafford. We've still got Jared Allen, Brooke Lopez. Jakob Pertl. Uh They're probably Clint Capella, Rob Williams, Mitch Robinson. So there's still a few shot blockers here floating around sure. that, that you might be able to get for $10, $12. Um, Mitch Casey uh, on Yeko Kongwu for $10. Do you like that? I do. For $10, sure. Why not? I I think we've talked about this before, man. His upside is capped with Okongu still or with uh, Capella still there, but for ten dollars, that, that's not a bad price at all for a guy that that really can be a top sixty guy if he starts getting some serious minutes or even higher. Yeah, yeah, I think he's got his floors top ninety. We saw that last season. Um, yeah, Nick Bay goes for a dollar. <laughs> Interesting nomination and. <laughs> And bid. Uh, maybe he's just a, a Sadiq Bay guy. Uh, did he go? He went uh, Boyan Bogdanovich as well. So we may. And so maybe he likes Bay because of when he used to play at uh, Detroit. Uh, Julius Randle. $6. He's going up. So not many. Guys here in your price range. Um, Miles Bridges. Were you tempted to go in on Miles Bridges at $6? No, I, I'm waiting at this point. I, I'll throw out a seven, eight, nine, ten dollar bid for somebody, but I don't know. Bridges didn't feel like that guy. I, I still okay. think that's that's great value though for him right there. Uh, so Julius Randall goes for eleven dollars, uh, which oh. which uh, is nice value, I think. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yep. A dollar more than Okongwu? Yep. 
Wow. Uh, doesn't obviously doesn't get the defensive stuff that that Okongwu does, but he's going to be a a decent scorer. He'll hit threes, rebounds, um, get some assists from the forward spot. Tari Eason up on the board now. Mitch Casey mm. in two dollars. Good pick. And he won him for two dollars. What do you what are you thinking? Like we've we've sort of touched on a few Rockets guys. Where do you see Eason fitting in this season? I, I have no idea, and, and I'll be dead honest with you with these Rockets. I have no idea what the plan is for minutes here. I, I mean, we saw uh, we saw guys like um, like Alperin Shangun uh, benched for Bruno Fernando at the start of last season, so I have no idea. They brought in Dylan Bricks. They brought in Van Vliet, Landale. Uh, this roster is all over the damn place. Eamon Thompson, I, I have no idea, and I'm not afraid to admit it. Sorry, man. Uh, so we've got Josh Giddy on the board now, who another guy that I'm mm. high on, uh, sitting at 15. Ooh, no, Alex Barutha comes in very late at 16. Oh. Reclean. So we've got two roto wire guys going head to head here. Mm-hmm. Do you see Giddy as someone who could be a top 50 player this season? I think so, man. Uh, I think a little bit of improvement on the defensive stats. Um, and then I, I think he's there, right? I mean, we saw he took a big leap in efficiency from year one to year two, as often happens. Uh, and, and the triple-double threat with those just those raw counting stats alone uh, is it's juicy. That's all you got to say, man. He's a triple-double threat every night. So, I, yeah, I love him. He can, he can totally be a top 50 guy. Yeah, and seventeen dollars. I think that's uh, that's a good price awesome. for him. Sure. Um, Brandon Ingram uh, at eleven dollars, uh, probably top forty, similar to Giddy. I would think maybe he might go for sort of fifteen, but he is sitting at twelve here. Um, yeah, another uh, kind of boring guy in this range. That yeah, yeah what's you know he's going to do what he's going to do. Seems to be injured a lot too. I feel like he's always got yeah, he little does. little niggles, things happening. Uh, he goes for yeah. 13, so maybe there is a bit of a discount there because of his injury history over the last 12, 24 months. Because um, I think 13, pu- pure per game, I think I'd have him above Giddy slightly, mm-hmm. but he went a little bit cheaper. So uh, we'll have a look at who G League All-Stars is going to nominate here. Um, so for... Anyone that has joined us late or is watching this, we I do have 10 uh, entries to give away for the World Cup. Uh, today's keyword, courtesy of Zach's shirt, feel free to show that shirt again if you'd like to, is eat shit pit. So if you want to pop that into the comments, uh, you can spell the word, you can use the asterisks, you can use the emoji as someone already has. Uh, so if you pop that in and subscribe, um, you will go in the draw to win uh, an entry into the World Cup. Uh, who have we got? Franz Wagner. I was pretty high on him last year and I felt like he, he, I don't know, he was good, then he was bad, he had a little injury. He was a little bit inconsistent, a little bit frustrating. So I'm not out on him this season, but I'd I'd like to see him take his game to the next level. Uh, is he someone you're interested in at all this season? 
Uh, not particularly. I mean, if he falls far enough, sure. But this is – I mean, it's a crowded team in Orlando. And, and I'm kind of with you. It, was, it seemed like a letdown from him last season, even though he played really well just in real life. In fantasy, it was not spectacular. Uh, and, and he went for a dollar more than Ingram here, which is – yeah. Man, I'd much rather have Brandon Ingram, injury yeah. risk and all. So he's one of those shot blockers I talked about, Brooke Lopez. Um, I feel like he can't be better than last season. Uh, it was one of the more um, outlier seasons that we've seen in quite some, some time. Um, he goes for $9. $9 is all right, I think, um, to get those block numbers up. Um, but I would rather so Jared Allen is here next. Uh, I think I'd rather Jared Allen over Brooke Lopez personally. Yeah, I would too. And uh, Brooklyn Nets all-time leading scorer Brooke Lopez, might I add? But <laughs> I mean that that was his best season since leaving Brooklyn. It's an outlier. It's not going to happen again. Yeah, and Middleton. You have to remember Middleton was out for. Exactly. A big chunk of the season. So they needed more on the offensive end from him. Um, yeah. So we've got, yeah, Jared Allen. Uh, Alex, as I thought, is looking for some blocks. So he's bidding with Alex Reclean again, the two of them. Mm. Is Reclean looking for blocks? He is, yeah. So they're both hunting blocks. Man, battle the Alexes today. So $15 for Jared Allen. $16. What did you get, Mo? You got Mobley, didn't you? Yeah, 27. 27? Yeah, okay. So you got him for 27. Alex Barutha gets Jared Allen for 16. Oof. Man, Alex Barutha is, is showing why you wait till later in a draft and don't listen to me. Yeah, so he has filled out that center spot now and with a shot blocker. He may try to get someone else, um, another shot blocker. Jeremy Grant uh, could could have a good season. We're sort of waiting to see what happens with Damian Lillard. Um, not really someone I'm interested in. He just, again, he, he's not someone that, that, that excites me as a fantasy player. Uh, I don't know about you. No, he doesn't excite me. Um, I think we know what he's going to give you. I think the the Blazers way overpaid for him this off season. I, I still can't wrap my head around five years, hundred and sixty million. But neither All can right. he probably. Probably uh, not. Man. So you're nominating uh, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Grant did go to Alex Reclaim for seven dollars, and look for seven dollars. That's that's great. I mean, oh yeah. Like I said, I'm not high on him, but God, seven bucks. That's that's a bargain. Uh, take that all day. Javon Carter. All right. I should have seen that coming too, shouldn't I? You should have, man, with all the West Virginia talk here. And I'll take him for that dollar. You're taking for a dollar. Okay. So there's one of your bench spots uh, filled up. Uh, let's go with Tobias Harris. For, <laughs> this one is for Mitch. Yeah. Mitch, Mitch Casey's favorite player, Tobias Harris. Uh mm. $5, God, it's speaking of boring players. Yeah, right. Is Tobias Harris the captain of that team? I think for me he is. Him or, uh, him or Brooke Lopez, yeah. <laughs> he goes for $5. Um, $5, $5 too, too much. much. Yeah, that's, 
Uh, yeah, look, I wouldn't. I mean, five dollars is fine, but I wouldn't. I'd rather spend that money on someone with any amount of upside. Uh, Kyle Kuzma. Let's see what he goes for. This is interesting because we're quite late in the draft, so there isn't a lot of money. But I feel like he's someone that would go usually for um, a sort of maybe twelve to fifteen. Yeah, and he goes for five. So there's a nice bargain at the the tail end of a draft as well. Five dollars for someone who could score twenty three points a game, get you eight rebounds. Absolutely. And here's Chris Paul. Chris Paul, all right. Six man of the year candidate, Chris Paul, <laughs> potentially. <laughs> okay, a little bit more bidding than I thought there would be for Chris Paul, but $9 he's up to. Yeah. That's uh, not bad. That's not a bad price at all for the point guard. No, no. Steals and assists. He's still, even if he does come off the bench, he's, he's going to play significant minutes. So he's still going to get you. Eight assists, one and a half steals. Um, yeah. I like that for $9, man. Is he somebody you're going to go after later in drafts if he's there, like around pick 100 or so? Yeah, look, I think if he's sitting there, um, I'm, I'm pretty keen on a punt points build this season, and Chris Paul fits oh. that perfectly. Uh, so, yeah, abs- if he's sitting there at 90 and, and I need some assists, then I'll absolutely take him there. John Collins, touched on him earlier with Larry Markinen and, and the impact that he might have. Collins goes for $5 to, to Alex Barutha. You high on Collins this season for, for as a bounce back? Uh, yeah, and I'm especially high on him, you know, if he falls in redraft. And if he goes for $5 here, I mean, come on, this was a top 50 guy for consistently for back-to-back-to-back-to-back seasons. I mean, he fell off last year, but uh, change of scenery – can do well for a guy. I really, Ruth is the MVP of this draft so far, man. This is great. So his former teammate, Clint Capella, uh, he's coming off the board now, $7. Where did we where did we go land with a Kongwu? He went for $10. Yeah, $10. Uh, Clint Capella is sitting at $8. Would you rather Capella or a Kongwu this season? Uh, depend depending on where I who who can I get cheaper? That that'll be yeah. the uh, I think it'll be Capella. I think people are hyping Okongu up a little bit too much, so I'd rather Capella this season. I'd rather neither, but if I had to pick, <laughs> okay. neither. Uh, so he's at eleven. Looks like Mitch Casey. So Mitch Casey got him for eleven. So Kongu went for ten. Capella for eleven. That's Don't like that. Muchness, really. So. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, at this point, Mitch is well. Oh, coincidentally, he's—I mean—he's handcuffed both of them with each other. So right. Um, oh, we forgot about this guy. Might be the captain of the boring squad. We forgot about him. We did. Mitch Casey gets Al Horford for two dollars. Uh, yeah, I think he—he he may be the captain. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'd have him as the captain. <laughs> come to think of it, and someone else might come off the board soon. Uh, who have we got left that's, that's still going to be drafted? We've got Tyrese Maxey, Yucca Pertle, Terry Rozier. Uh, Fultz is still there. Jabari Smith, mm. uh, Michael Porter, Marcus Smart, Dan Gafford, Austin Reeves, Rob Williams, Keegan Murray, your favourite. Uh, oh, yes. 
You might be able to land Keegan for for a dollar, two dollars. I'm gonna certainly try, man. I think people are gonna people will bid him up a little bit, but I will try. They might. They might. We'll see. Uh, Maxi is is uh, up now, and we're at twelve dollars for Maxi. If Harden goes, uh, as we're assuming he will at some point, what do we see as Maxi's ceiling? Top forty. I think that sounds about right. Top 40, top 35, maybe pushing the limits there. But, yeah, yeah. no Harden and, and Maxie is going to thrive. And no Shake Milton either. I mean, yep. so this is this is Maxie's backcourt. Uh, and he goes for $17 uh, to guess who? Alex Barutha. Oh, my God. Uh, oh. So that's – yeah, that's good. I think if, if Harden does, if they somehow, if it ends up that, that he plays, this is probably about right for Maxi. But if if Maxi sees an uptick at all, this is a bargain pick. Uh, Tyus Jones sitting at $7. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what have you got? That's... You've got four. You've got four spots left on your roster. Um, pretty much all of the starters have been filled now. We've got a couple of teams that have uh, a few spots left. Mitch Casey uh, just grabbed Tyus Jones for $8 uh, to pair with Tyrese Halliburton in the backcourt. Um, he yeah. has, uh, he's filled up his his uh, starting roster. Karan is just waiting for old players. Um who have injury risks. So who's he waiting for? He might be waiting for Michael Porter. Yeah. Rob Williams. Rob Williams would be a perfect fit. Guy that's only going to play 30 games. Don't be mentioning Rob Williams. That's that's the guy that I want next, man. Right. Uh, and you will be up uh, your nomination soon. Um, mm-hmm. Alex Barutha just landed Spencer Dinwiddie for $4, which uh, that that's good. I mean, I'm not that high on Dinwiddie, but I know he had a couple of – Crazy games down the stretch last year where he had double-digit assists. Yeah, four dollars is fine for him. Ooh, and here's another member of hashtag Team Boring Squad, Jakob Purtle. <laughs> where, where is the damn upside with this guy? My goodness. Starting center for the all boring team um, <laughs> alongside alongside Al Orford. <laughs> yeah. Uh, He's going for nine dollars. I mean, his blocks give him some upside, or, or just, or get, I guess, some value over those guys like Horford or, or Tobias. At least Jakob is elite in one category, um, and he goes for nine dollars there, which which I think is is fine. He's going to be top eighty, top seventy, um, pretty consistently. He did look a lot better once he got to Toronto last season, so. All right, Terry Rozier up next. Um, I think people are down on him a bit. Uh, would you agree? I think people are definitely down on him, uh, and I'm not entirely sure why. I, I guess it's because Lamelo is back, and because Charlotte has kind of filled its roster out a little bit more than you know maybe what it's been over the last couple of seasons. But I don't know, man. This is a guy that has given us. A pretty significant value in recent seasons. He's not going to just go away. Yeah, so he goes for seven dollars, which I think I think is good. I think uh, you're up to nominate here. Um, 
yeah, look, Rosier is is obviously uh, he's not going to be as good with um, with a healthy Lamelo, but we saw last season that his assist numbers went up a bit, but his his efficiency came way down. So, uh, not sure your Rob Williams nomination is going to pay off, depending how much you want to spend for him. Uh, he's at seven dollars. You can afford uh, him. I can, but I will not. I do really like him there, but I'm going to hold off there. Uh, I think he can be phenomenal, man. Late in the late in the draft, uh, he's not going to go away either. I, I think he sees minutes in the low to mid twenties, and that's plenty to get him really good value. Uh, so, Buddy Heald, someone that that's falling as well a bit this season. Do you think he starts this year? Or are they going to go with Matherin? Uh, no, I think he'll probably start. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and throw a couple bucks on Heald. Yep. Uh, just the phenomenal three-point value fudge right there with $4. I'm not trying to keep spending, but we talk about durability before, man. This is your guy. Buddy he Heald is, does not yes. miss games, man. Reclean is just trying to get you back for taking Walker Kessler, so we'll get we'll get that out on the table. Um, that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. Oh, so, come on now. So Buddy Heal goes for $4. Um, all right. I was just wondering where Dan Gafford was going to go. Uh, what, what do we think his ceiling is this year? Could he be top 60? Oh, man. I think you're being a little too conservative, my friend. Okay. I think he can be top 50. Uh, may, maybe even push for top 40. Um He's going to be the starter. There's no KP there. Uh, could we potentially see a double-double and two blocks a game? Uh, he has the per-minute upside to do it. It's just nobody's ever given him the minutes to to see if he could get there. So let's see if Washington decides to go all in on him. A little bit of a bidding war going on, despite being late mm. in the draft. Um, we've got a few guys chasing him, and he's actually he's going for more than I thought he would. I think he's worth this. Uh, he's up to 16. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think this is fine, but I, I thought someone might be able to land him for about 10, but he goes for 16 to G League All-Stars. Um, Fultz is still there. I'm still waiting for my boy to come off the board. Mm. Uh, we'll see where he goes. Not many blocks left. Um, Gary Trent is there. Maybe someone you've got a a little sneaky eye on. I do like Gary Trent, man. As I mentioned, this Raptors roster is – they've got nobody. Uh, They got rid of Van Vliet. They brought in Dennis Schroeder. So they've got nobody. Um, I I still feel like there's probably going to be some heavy minutes there, even with the coaching change. So Aaron Gordon goes for $3 to, to Alex Reclean. Um, oh, look, I think that's fine. A little bit like your Westbrook pick. It's it's okay, but it's not exciting. Um, nah. He, I don't even think – I haven't seen him drafted everywhere, but, um, yeah, solid, but but not exciting. Uh, we'll see. There's, there's more exciting players here. Draymond Green, another probably coming off the bench for the all-boring team. <laughs> I, I'm trying to figure out who's the starting point guard for the all boring team. We filled out the rest of the roster. I... Yeah, it might be like a Mike Conley. Um, it sounds about right. 
I don't know who else is boring there that's that's actually been drafted anyway. Uh, there's mm-hmm. plenty of boring guards that don't get drafted. But um, so Draymond Green went for five dollars to Alex Reclean. Again, very boring player, but for five dollars, he's a, he's a guy that's going to contribute across a few categories. Uh, he goes faults now. Uh, so what did I say? I said I'd like to get him for ten to twelve. Mm-hmm. He's up to ten. Yeah, he, even if I had the funds, I wouldn't be going for him. I'm not. I'm not nearly as high on him this year as you are. Uh, no, I. I think he's got plenty of upside. I think it was if everything goes right for him, yeah, he could be phenomenal. Uh, but he's had that if since he went, you know, number one in the draft how many years ago, and yeah. it, we've never seen that fully uh, coalesce, I guess, in in a season. So. Let's wait and see if that happens. And they brought in Anthony Black with a, a top ten draft pick, so I, that concerns me as well. Yeah, that that I, that annoyed me a little bit, um, and probably does temper my expectations slightly. But but I still think he went for ten. Um, Austin Reeves went for eight dollars, mm. uh, which which I think that's that's good value. Yeah, that's that's fine. The man, the myth, the mural, dude. Yeah. Hey, Austin Reeves, summer darling. Leading Team USA to a world championship. Potentially Mitchell Robinson for $6. I'd much rather have Austin Reeves for 8 than Mitchell Robinson for – there's another guy on the all-boring team. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would. Uh, so we are starting to get sort of – most of the top 100 guys are gone now. So I think we're yeah. – we're into flyer territory a little bit. Um, yeah. Anthony Simons is there. There goes Michael Porter. Uh, Rost is a, getting close to full. Um, you've still got – what have you still got? One, two. Where do benches start? So you've still got four players left. That's right, isn't it? I sure do, yeah. Yeah. $13, okay. four players. And Gary Trent is still sitting there. Keegan Murray is there. Yeah. Bruce Brown, he's he's floating around. He's in my queue as we speak, my friend. Uh, Zach Collins. What are you thinking for Zach Collins this season? I, I'm still relatively high on him. Yeah, I liked what I saw from him last year. I was a little nervous to see what he could do with the starting opportunity uh, because we'd seen him do that before and maybe not make the most of it or live up to expectations. But uh, I thought he was good fantasy-wise. So even with Wemby there, I still think he's worth drafting in 12-team leagues towards the end of your draft, though. So Anthony Simons went for $8 uh, to Alex Barutha. That's fine. Yep. Um, Sure. Marcus Smart hanging around. Uh, are we with Jar out? Uh, we've, we talked about Desmond Bain earlier and, and what he might be able to do. I feel like Smart has to be better than he was last season. Uh, Smart will be better, I think, than he was. Uh, I, I think Smart will. I think Smart will thrive here in in Memphis, mm. at least for these first twenty five. I'm curious to see how he works alongside Jar. Uh, I have a feeling Ja will end up being the one with the ball in his hands more, but we'll wait and see. Yep. Uh, Wendell Carter goes for five dollars, uh, which is that's fine. Uh, yeah. I don't think he doesn't have a lot of upside, but he's, he's a solid. 
Uh, solid center, doesn't get a lot of defensive stats, which uh, drags his value down a bit. Clay Thompson, um, another member of the all-boring team, I think. Although, I mean, he look, he, he did improve towards the end last season. He played well. Uh, but he goes for $3. Would you, looking back, would you rather have spent $3 on Clay Thompson or Russell Westbrook? Clay Thompson, not a... Without a doubt, man. I, I I will admit when I messed up, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that my draft went perfectly because it was no, 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 that's... it was far from perfect. Uh, here is Keegan. Damn you guys. Uh, all you of can... you. All of you that are bidding right now. Damn all of you. Come on. You can still go to 10. So he's only sitting at three. Yeah, they can uh... have him. They can have him. Okay, so Keegan Murray. So he he is someone that you were pretty high on last season from memory, um, and didn't really pan out. Uh, I think he'll be better. I, I think he'll definitely be better this season. Yeah. Um, Josh Hart, another another guy playing pretty well over at the FIBA World Cup at the moment. Um, bit of a glue guy for New York. Uh, a little bit like a Bruce Brown. Does a bit of everything. He's sitting at three dollars. He's going to go for three dollars to Raf. Uh, yeah. yeah, and don't ask, don't ask me what I rather had him or Westbrook. Adam, please don't. Okay, I won't. <laughs> uh, Trey Jones coming off the board now. Uh, I'm still curious to see where Jabari Smith goes. He's still sitting there. Um, Shaden Sharp, let's see where he – if he's – I think he'll be nominated. Uh, don't know what he'll be drafted for. And then we're sort of down into some of the rookies and your fringe guys. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, you talked about him earlier. Is he someone that's draftable? Uh, he's draftable, uh, sure. He's going to see some playing time for Toronto. Who? I mean, who else do they have at this point? Um is he, but is he the starting point guard for the all-boring team? Oof. I don't know. That, no. That's a good question. It's been kind of a roller coaster with him recently, man, with the <laughs> turning down the money and, you know, the haircut and everything else. I don't know. Uh, so Trey Jones went for $5. Benedict Matherin went for $2. Uh, so we're starting to get some of these. Fringe guys now. Um, there's not many on the board that are going to demand more than about two or three dollars. Yeah. So it's just it's just filling out roster spots. Uh, here goes Jabari Smith. So he's maybe one of the guys that could go for a bit of money. I'm just seeing who. So Karan has still got twenty four dollars left. Uh, Next is you with $13. So you have come back to the field um, and you are bidding here. Uh, so, but in saying that, Karan has seven roster spots to fill out as well. So Jabari Smith goes for $6. So you were in at five. Didn't, didn't want to go any higher than that? Nah, I got to try to save some money. I know you can't take it with you after the draft, but I got to fill these guys out. Uh, he's Marcus Smart. Uh, I think th this could be a nice little value pick for the first few months. I think he could be top 70, top 60. Um, depends a lot on efficiency for Marcus Smart. Always has. He's always 
had some issues with with uh, scoring the basketball. But um, without Jar there, they don't have a ton of offense uh, in Memphis, so they're going to need him to do something. And you get him for eight dollars, so that that I think is a nice value pick. I think he's like right. potentially a fifteen, sixteen dollar guy at least. Um, you're happy with him there, obviously. I'm happy with that. Yeah, I yep. think that's yeah. Uh, PJ Washington uh, re-signed with Charlotte. What what do we think happens here now with him in the rotation? Is it uh, Brandon Miller that that takes that step back, or or is sort of his minutes are reduced? I, I think Miller and Washington probably end up cannibalizing each other's value. Uh, obviously, yeah. with Bridges back in the fold, uh, I, I think the th- all three of their values kind of take a little bit of a hit compared to where they would have been last year or for Miller at the start of this season. So, um, it, yeah, I, I'm not too interested in any of those guys, to be honest with you. Maybe Bridges, but certainly not Washington or Miller. No. Uh, he's Bruce Brown. Um, he's going to go for about $5, which I think is lovely value. Very nice. Love that. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's really nice. Uh, another guy we, we touched on earlier, Zach Collins. I think you said you had him in your queue. What the hell? Let's throw a couple bucks on him and see what happens. Now, now he's out of my price range. Spoke too soon. Yeah. So you've got, You've got $5 left, three players. Karan's still got 24, so he's almost going to get his pick of the players here um, over the first final few picks. Yep. Uh, So he has bid $7 on Zach Collins. He will probably get him. I don't think anyone else can afford him. Yep. So I like that, Zach Collins, for $7. Um, adding him to Mark Williams and, and Anthony Davis. So uh, some decent shot blocking there. Andrew Wiggins, another somewhat boring player, but uh, yeah. $2. Yeah, pretty, pretty consistent. Oh, oh. shit. I thought oh. you had him there at $2. I did too. That would have been phenomenal. Okay, so he will go. So we, we should get through this this bit of the draft pretty quickly now. We're sitting at two hours, ten minutes. And for those watching, if anyone has actually watched the whole thing, uh, congratulations. <laughs> um, yeah. it, is a lo- it is a long draft, but these final ones should be pretty quick because there's not going to be a lot of bidding. Um, Yusuf Nurkic uh, has been nominated and no one is bidding. So uh, Alex Brutha got him for $6. Probably could have nominated him for a dollar and might have got him. Uh, look, I think Nurkic is – this could be a lot of value here. Uh, Portland don't really have a centre outside of Nurkic, so if he can stay healthy, um, he could certainly be top 90, top 80, uh, and, and to get him for $6 feels nice. Uh, Mike Conley, possible starting point guard for the all-boring team. Uh, $3 to Alex Reclean. I'm curious, what do you think about Portland, though? I mean, if Nurkic inevitably misses time, I mean, do they go small or do we see somebody like a Jabari Walker maybe end up having some sort of crazy 
value. I, I can't really figure that out because, as you mentioned, they have nobody at center. No, I think so. You're up here nominating. Um, there's your guy. Uh, yeah, look, I think they probably go small, although probably depends a little bit on when he gets injured, where they're sitting in the standings. If they're if they're playing to compete, then they probably go with a strategy that, that could still possibly get them wins. But if they're not, then if they're just out of the playoff contention, then, yeah, look, maybe they give some of these young guys a run. Uh, Mos- Did they sign Moses Brown potentially mm. the Blazers? Oh, I don't know. I might have missed that. Uh, let me have a look. Uh, uh, yes, they did. So he could be a guy, like final month of the season, if he somehow gets 25 minutes a night, we've seen what he can do. So yeah. Um, so we've had a few guys, as I said, this was going to go pretty quick. Uh, you got Gary Trent for how much? Dollar. A dollar bargain. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas goes for a dollar bargain. Going to see lots of nice dollar guys go off. Keontae George, uh, he's a guy I'm pretty high on. Uh, Not sure to begin the season. Um, Like a last round flyer, just to see if they do give him minutes. But if, if they are out of the playoff race at some point, he could very well move into the starting lineup. He goes for a dollar. Uh, who have we got here? Jaden McDaniels is still sitting there, so he's yep. probably going to go for a dollar. Shaden Sharp for a dollar. Uh, who else is sitting here? Jordan Clarkson. Yep, Clarkson will go. It's pretty much going to be who? Karan. Do we feel like Karan's probably going to have money left here, or, or could have had money on the table? He's got seventeen dollars left, um, mm. but I don't really see that he would get in a bidding war with anyone. So he may have a little bit of money left. So he got Jordan Clarkson for $2. Jaden McDaniels for a dollar. I think that's really nice. Well, and then Raph decided to bid him up to $2, and that's also fine. That's, yeah, take the extra. You can't take it with you. No, that's right. Um so he goes for two dollars. Shaden Sharp. Uh, where do we see him fitting? If 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 Lillard is there, is it is it Lillard and do they start Lillard, Simons and Sharp? Ah, I don't know. I mean, because then where does Scoot fit where in? Where does Scoot fit in? Yeah. Um, I have no idea. I think the the best solution for everybody is just to get rid of Lillard, and then we don't have to. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't have to choose. Uh, so Shazen Sharp is up to five dollars. So a little bit of a of a bidding war here. He's up to six dollars. Mm. Um, Karan just bid sixteen. Man, come on! Nobody else can touch you. <laughs> no one can bid six. I don't think so. He'll get him for six. No. Uh yeah, so we are moving pretty quick. So these guys now that are going off the board are generally your last round in a in a snake draft. Um, you're just looking for a bit of upside. Jalen Johnson, love it. Um, really good upside pick. He may not 
he may come in and only play 15 minutes and if he does you you probably drop him and move on but yeah uh, yeah i think the upside is there for him to be a, a 12 team asset uh he goes wow. for two dollars um, i like sadiq bay a little bit better to be honest with you i think initially yeah yeah i think yeah. i'd prefer him initially but i think jalen johnson has more upside uh long term so you've uh where are you? you've got four dollars left and the two players left yeah big spender yeah obi toppen no three dollars oh four dollars a bidding war indeed yeah it's because they uh they have all that tape of him catching lobs from halliburton against plumbers yeah. and and mechanics yeah uh he goes for four dollars uh yeah, it's okay. I think he's probably only a one or two dollar player, but um, yeah. well, you've got money to spend now. You've got to spend it. So, yeah, I think, and I think with Toppin uh, in fantasy drafts, like I'd just rather see where him and Jairus Walker go. It's kind of like Okongwu and Capella. I'll take the cheaper guy and, and see how it pans out. Yeah, uh, we've got Bobby Portis. So, da- looking at the rosters, mm. as I said, pretty much everyone is at least got. 14 players, uh, sorry, 12-ish players, except for Mitch Casey, who needs to wake up. <laughs> he's got, uh, he's still got six players to pick uh, with $8. And <laughs> day-to-day has seven players left with $7. So we're looking at a lot of $1 players to come off the they'll, board. They'll, yeah. They'll be bidding against themselves for the final eight rounds. Yeah. So they've gone uh, very top heavy. Uh, so yeah, we've got dollar guys coming off. Bobby Portis for a dollar. Dennis Schroeder for a dollar. Who cares? Yawn. Go back to sleep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, I would say let me drag this up here. So you're nominating here. Um, if I oh to- shit, it was oh I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to nominate Christian Wood. I like Christian Wood. He was in my queue, but I had another guy I wanted to take. I'll get well, my guy. He's, he's now going to be on your team because I don't think anyone's going to bid for him. That's fine. That's fine. I wanted him anyway, but I wanted another guy to nominate, but that's all right. I'm not okay. quick with the buttons. I need to wake up, apparently. Uh, so if I sort of scroll through and look at guys with probably top 100 upside, because um, that's what you're looking for here. Uh, uh, is there anyone? Uh, I like Quinton Grimes. Uh, I, I really like him as a last pick in a draft. Um, Grant Williams, what do you think he does this year in, in Dallas? He'll start, uh, pretty sure. Yeah, he'll uh, he'll be that typical guy that Dallas brings in alongside Luca and Kyrie to pl- do three and D stuff. I, I mean, he's not going to score. Uh, he'll hit some. He'll hit some triples. Um, he'll be like a DFS or a uh, Reggie Bullock or one of these boys and maybe flirt with top 100 value yeah. uh, if he sees 25 to 30 minutes. But he's going to be riding the bench of that all-boring team, dude. You're going to take a snooze before you plug him into your lineup. Yeah, yeah, I think he will. I mean, we saw Finney Smith had a, a top 100 season a couple of years ago in that role, so I think it's doable. Um, yeah. Jalen Suggs. Any interest in him this year? Any hope nah. for him? No. 
Nope, didn't have any last year, don't have any this year. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're down. Jonathan Isaac, any any interest in him? No interest there either, man. No I'm, there. I really do not want to have any Magic players on my team this season. I have absolutely no interest. That is a, it feels to me like a crapshoot similar, uh, similar to Houston, but with less upside. Uh, last pick in a draft, what do you think about Luke Kennard? Uh, if you need three-pointers, yep. uh, that's fine, but uh, most leagues aren't using three-point percentage, so uh, no. depending on how many minutes he's going to get, uh, I don't think he's really worth uh, too awful much at the end of the draft, to be honest. But the upside's not there. No, I don't think the upside's there. I think he plays 28 minutes a night. Um Wow. To start, I just think without okay. Moran, if you have a look at what he did down the stretch last year, uh, I can pull up his number. I know because I've just I was looking at guys. I like to look for late round um, targets. If you look down the stretch last season, he was playing upwards of twenty five minutes for the last couple of weeks. Multiple threes, no jar, um, no Tyus Jones. So. I I think he'll have a nice role. Uh, yeah, he doesn't do much, uh, threes only. But, um, yeah, I think he could be pretty elite in three-pointers. Uh, so we've got rosters starting to fill up. You've got one spot left. Um, quite a few rosters that have only got, like, Raph mm. has got four spots. Four spots left and only $4. So we've got quite a few teams that only have dollar players left now. So... Nothing very exciting. Some of the guys that have gone off the board. Um, after Christian Wood, we had uh, Denny Avdia for a dollar. Uh, Vezenkov for a mm. dollar. Uh, sneaky. Vezenkov, I think, will have a yeah. good role um, in Sacramento. Quentin Grimes for $3. So he went a little bit higher. For, uh, I yeah. don't mind that. I think I, I like Grimes. Uh, Melton went for $4. Josh Richardson for four dollars, Herb Jones for a dollar, Amen Thompson for two dollars, Caldwell Pope for a dollar, Kevin Porter about to go. That's who I was going to nominate, so I'll go ahead and grab him there. Yep. So you got him for two dollars. Um, yeah. What do you think about Josh Richardson this season back in Miami? Um, I think there's a role there for him. I think there's got to be. I, I mean, they lost Gabe Vincent. They lost Max Struess. Uh, apparently, uh, Kyle Lowry is is not going to return. Uh, so, Josh Richardson, by default, is going to have to take on a big role. Uh, I mean, in early in his career, he was a fantasy I, – I don't necessarily want to say stud, but a fantasy – a solid fantasy player when he was with yeah. Miami. He was. Yeah, I, I think he's probably close to 30 minutes. Um, yeah, yeah. This year, uh, he, he sort of has to be. Um, he's not what he was sort of five years ago when he was in Miami, but he, he'll still get you, oh, I don't know, 12, 13 points. He'll get you a steal, a couple of threes. He's relatively efficient. Um, so it doesn't really hurt you anywhere. A little bit like uh, like your Otto Porter from six years ago when he was um, a Ooh. good fantasy player because he just didn't do anything bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. He wasn't good, but he wasn't bad. Uh, Kevin Porter, as I said, you got him for $2. Kelvin Johnson for a dollar. Santi Aldama for a dollar. Malcolm Brogdon for a dollar is nice. Uh, I think mm. I think Brogdon's got to have a role 
Someone's got to play that so. point guard. Um, Patrick Held Williams for a dollar. Uh, Patrick Williams for a dollar. That's that feels pretty nice. Uh, he's yeah. going to have a role for Chicago this year. Yeah, he feels to me like a guy that's way better in real life than he is for fantasy. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Paul Reed's interesting. So he's up to three dollars. I've like heard, him. or we've heard that they are potentially going to look at playing him alongside Embiid. What What do you think? Can that be done? Is Is that something that that could work? I think it could definitely work. Uh, and, you know, we've seen we've seen Paul Reed just how effective he can be when he's given playing time. So let's see what he can do, uh, especially when he's out there alongside Embiid. But I don't I don't see that being a, a fit that doesn't work necessarily. Uh, we've got Vita Zubats. Oh, ooh. As my cat goes nuts. Uh, for, for a dollar, dollar, though? Eight rebounds floor? Yeah. yeah, double 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 basically. Um, yeah, doesn't get you a block. Maybe a block, yeah, but but a good free throw shooter, which which is a yeah. nice little bonus to have from a center. Uh, Brandon Miller, he'll go for a dollar. Yeah. Um, so we don't have many picks left, other than day to day, who still has five one dollar huh. picks to make. Uh, Cole Anthony is he the odd man out? Do you think in in Orlando? I probably, uh, I again, I have no idea, man. If, if I had to guess, yes, but that is just such a crowded, crowded backcourt, crowded roster in general, but especially crowded backcourt. That's tough. Uh, who have we got with some upside here? There's not a lot of upside left on the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Herter, forgot about Kevin him. Herter. I like that. Do I scroll past him? That'd be fine for a dollar. Yeah, he's, he's nominated right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, Kevin heard it for a dollar, so two dollars. Uh, Karan, uh, will get in for two dollars. Yeah, look, that's nice. He he was good last season. Flew under the radar a little bit. Um, doesn't have a particularly high ceiling, but I think his floor is very safe. Uh, Jeremy Sohan. What what his role this year in San Antonio? What what do you think? Are they going to start Keldon Johnson at the three with? Zach Collins at the five. Do they bring Keldon off the bench? I I feel like it would probably behoove them to do that. I mean, just for his scoring, and we could, you know, you could have Sohan out there for the defense potentially. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Sohan to me is maybe in that Patrick Williams vein that we just mentioned. Maybe just a better glue real life fan, yeah. uh, real life guy than you know fantasy guy. Not a lot of intrigue for me for Sohan. No, uh, he went for uh, for a dollar um, or oh, two dollars. Two dollars. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Adams just went for a dollar. Yeah, yeah, a little bit like your your uh, your Zubats pick a few uh, right picks ago, uh, but not not as good from the free throw line. But probably he'll get you a couple of assists. Yeah. Um, and maybe slightly more on the defensive end as well. Kyle Anderson, very good last year, but uh, his role will scale back a little bit with Towns healthy. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Black. So your roster is is full. So I probably don't need to worry too much about this. Because, so your roster, uh, 
you've got De'Aaron Fox, Scoot Henderson uh, in your backcourt, Mobley, Zach Levine at the forward spots, uh, Wembenyama as your centre. He He's only eligible at centre? Oh, no, forward as well. Okay, so then you've got Kessler, Tyler Hero, Russell Westbrook, Jordan Poole, Javon Carter, Marcus Smart, Gary Trent, Christian Wood, and Kevin Porter. Thoughts on your roster? I know you, we've sort of touched on you probably overpaid for Kessler, maybe regret the Westbrook pick. Um, but then there's some nice value picks there. So so what are your sort of initial thoughts on on your build and, and who you picked? Yeah, overpaid on Kessler, uh, probably overpaid, maybe overpaid on Wemby. Verdicts or jury's out on that one. Um, yeah, I think I did get some great value, though. Um, with that said, I am kind of looking at some of these other rosters and wondering, eh, maybe I should have gone for at least one or two studs in here, uh, at least one first rounder instead of, you know, kind of going with what I did with all mid, you know, third to fifth type of round guys. So yeah. a little bit of regret there. It's a learning yep. experience. So it's a mock, you know? It is. It's a mock. It, it's a first mock. Um but it, it does give you a good idea. I mean, obviously, as you get later in the draft, the value skews a little bit because people are starting to run out of money. But I think yep. for that first sort of 60, 80 picks, it gives you a good idea of who's going where and at what price. Um, and the different strategies, as we saw, you yep. you sort of held off early and then went balls deep for a little period there where you loaded up your roster and then had to yep. sit back towards the end. Um, Mitch Casey went went balls deep early and then had to take about 45 minutes off. Uh, Alex Brutha sort of bided his time and then got some really nice value picks. Karan went with some injury-prone but, but upside guys. Um, so, no, I think there, there's a range of strategies, which I think is – one of the benefits of, of an auction draft is that it doesn't – you can utilise your strategy no matter what uh, and gives you time. You do have to stay on the ball the whole time, but you don't have to go – you don't have to reach potentially as much because you're not drafting in a certain spot. So I think it's been a really good exercise for anyone that hasn't done an auction draft um, and, and gives you an idea of the time required to do it as well. So you can knock a, a snake draft off in – 45 minutes, sometimes an hour, uh, whereas this we're looking at two and a half hours here. Uh, and we're basically done. Um, so any any final thoughts? Because I'm not going to keep you any longer. It's getting late over there. Uh, and I need to yep. probably spend Father's Day with my, with my kids. Ah. Yeah, the only final thoughts I'll share are, uh, as you mentioned, it's a good exercise. Uh, I remember doing an auction with Josh Lloyd last season. And I think the title of his video was this is the worst draft I've ever done or something. Yeah. So like anybody that's doing these auction drafts, whether it's me, you uh, or Josh Lloyd, who I think all of us have a ton of respect for, it's it's very easy to get caught up in the bidding or to lose track of a certain strategy when you're doing these auctions. Uh, so I think these more than you know regular redraft, snake draft, uh, I think these require a lot more practice. Uh, and a lot more thought. It's a lot easier to go off the rails here and and, and kind of lose focus, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think that's fair. The draft is done. Um, so I will. Uh, yeah, look, I will let you go because it, it has been a long one. Uh, let me just get rid of this. Um, 
that will do it uh, for today's show. Quickly, what have you got coming up in the next month uh, before we really will really be in the middle of draft season then? Yeah, so uh, me, Raf, and Noah have been going balls deep on the Roto World uh, NBA Draft Guide. So that is due to come out on September 18th, uh, which is just over two weeks from now. We have over 300 player outlooks. We have uh, you know over a dozen different strategy articles. Uh, we have, of course, all of our rankings, projections, um, you know, coming out on that date. So be on the lookout for that one. Uh, we'll be working hard over the next couple of weeks and look forward to sharing with everybody. Thanks again for coming on. Uh, I'm sure we'll have you on again before, well, before the season starts. Uh, yeah. Remember as well, if you were watching, uh, drop that keyword uh, into the chat uh, and subscribe. That would be really good. Thank you for tuning in. If, if you stuck it out, uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, that will do for the show. Check out all of our content over at fbibasketball.com. Follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and, of course, YouTube. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Why not? We like thumbs up over here uh, at FBI. Until next time, catch up. You just listened to another episode from the Fantasy Basketball International Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us. And for more information about joining our community, please check out our website at fbibasketball.com.